Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Game Chat. I am your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hey, that's me. And John. Hey. Hey. Important thing to note, second straight week, Sean's on my left. Hey, I am. I don't like this. But it's natural. Well, I appropriately am on your right. What is that? That's true. What does that mean? That's just code. No one knows what it means. That's just code. But it gets the people going. It does. It gets the juices flowing. If If you're a code developer, it would not take long to break your codes of of what you're doing right now. You think so? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, we could (laughs) have, when I did the thing I did, we could have played a Jay-Z and Kanye West song. (laughs) Something in Paris. Right? <laughs> we can't do that. Nope. That's not something Shut we can say. Hey, uh, coming out this week is a movie Chris has already seen. John, are we going to go see it together? I told you I'd go again. I know. I think uh, my friend uh, LaDaryl <laughs> is wanting to go see it on Sunday. I don't mm. know. Everybody says, according to the reviews, that this is quite good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I care. I can't make Why? myself care. It's Shazam. <laughs> and he hasn't mar- he hasn't mattered in thirty years. That's a lie. Yeah, Kingdom Come, man. He yeah, was that so was BA. fifteen years ago. Yeah. What is Kingdom Come? And, and Kingdom what? Come, it's a graphic novel. Yeah, it was like an idea where <laughs> it was like this idea where like Superman had basically said, "Screw this, I don't like." So this basically, anymore. what happened is I said thirty years, and Chris said, "No, uh fifteen, fifteen, bro." <laughs> oh, actually, you said fifteen. No. I said 30. he said thirty. Oh, Listen no. to the replay. And then he said 15. I don't. You said 15. I didn't say 15. I you said, you said no, I said he hasn't <laughs> mattered in 30 years. You said, what about Kingdom Come? I said, oh, 15 years See, ago. So I did not say 15. Ha! You still... Lawyered. <laughs> I don't know. We need to get the guy from um, Virginia. We'll, but no, we'll yeah. tighten this up. It's like this idea where Superman retires because he's kind of disgusted in the way the world's going because like superheroes start killing people. And the whole entire time, like Shazam, or at the time, he was just called Captain Marvel... Is kind of in the background being controlled by uh, one of his chief villains, the little mind control one. And uh, him and eventually, though, Superman <laughs> comes back and him and those two finally fight. And like he grabs Superman halfway through that fight and just starts saying Shazam about 10 times or something like that and hits him with lightning, which it's magic lightning, which is like Superman's one of his biggest weakness. He almost kills him. Like, it's pretty close. Wait, so you're saying Shazam could kill Superman? Yes. He is, like, I think if he did a very long fight, Superman would probably always win out. But if, like, he got the right scenario and he was really, truly committed, yeah, and he could probably do it. You're crushing all of my dreams right now. Superman. They should have been crushed long ago because the Incredible Hulk can beat Superman. That's not true. Know. He couldn't be It's Thanos. factual. Factual where? Yeah, in the MCU, nothing yeah. makes sense. <laughs> the Hulk and Superman would never fight because they did once, didn't they? I don't know. Maybe DC in that Marvel. crossover. I thought Superman. Yeah, because crossovers never happen. I don't know that because I don't I'm, stay in your lane, Sean. I know. Stay yeah. in Get your away lane from the nerds. Because <laughs> like it was what, like it was, it was Super versus Hulk, right? And then I thought Batman fought Iron Man, or no? Don't know. Know. I'm Iron trying Man, to remember who Iron Man destroy Batman. One time, Batman fought the Predator. Yes, he was called right. Batman well, about versus to do, Predator. Well, he's about to fight the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Fight? No, team dude. up, with, team up yes. but you know, you know, dude, there'll be that like little part first where they fight, you know, for a second. True, true. It's about to happen. Yeah, they they've teased it up. I like, good, I like a good taste. Or no, is it a movie? I can't remember. I don't know. Right, John? That's Chris for sure. probably knows. <laughs> that is for Chris sure. Chris number two. Not like a good pre. 
to a good tease. <laughs> like a good <laughs> yeah. pre. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is like weird though, because Shazam at one point was bigger than Superman. Sure. Like Man. way, way back. Like I've most never people, seen a Shazam t-shirt. If you ever want the trivia question. Never bigger. <laughs> he was never bigger. He was in He the was 40s. prevalent at one time, but no. he was never bigger than Superman. In the 40s, he was actually, he sold more comics than Superman. Mm. And, and Fact then, like, check. Oh, and then we were alive. Well, I was reading 40s. this because, like, and also I didn't realize this. He had the first superhero movie ever made back in like 1939. I did not know that. <clears> so, <throat> like, there was a period where he was coming up big, and then basically, I think it's DC kind of sued them because they said he was too close to being Superman, like how powerful he was, and that kind of destroyed the character for a while until they purchased the rights from him, like in the 70s, and then they started trying to bring him back. But by then, you know general public had kind of moved on right like they were yeah, they were about superman at that point because superman and you'd had stan lee come up that's awesome rip stan lee but uh yeah <laughs> history but uh yeah so i'm gonna go be checking that movie out this weekend fellas. Cool, cool. john if you want to go ladaryl loves the uh the imax sunday viewing who's daryl ladaryl La- is that what we're calling yeah <laughs> and my car says when i say Hey, call La Daryl, and then last name or whatever. And she goes, calling La Daryl. <laughs> is his name La Daryl, or is that your name for Daryl? That's my name for Darren. Yes. La Daryl. I'll call him. <laughs> because you're, you're, you're explaining that to me as if you just said it two seconds ago, and we all know that you did not. <laughs> you've been, but see, you've been around me longer than what you're acting like. I that. left my Sean Dakota ring at home. Sean Dakota ring. A little bit passive aggressive. Do you get that from Ovaltine? What movie was uh, Sean? <laughs> what movie was Sean Decodering in? <laughs> Boo! Boo. <laughs> but that's awesome. But what? Thanks for the invite. I feel like you're like over here. Like if you want to go, like I told you, you've I'll already go. seen it. I feel like so, I had something important. I have, uh, I have salt and shade to go your way since you watched it without. Plus, me. I did not get to see it in IMAX. Boo! That's a yeah. terrible reason to come, like nod your head at me about. You know, I thought. We oh, were... we've been asked. I think I saw this on Discord. We we've mm-hmm. been asked to get Chris's head bob mm-hmm. on video. Oh yeah. Well, maybe when we do our live two uh, hundredth episode on the Twit, no, there won't yeah, be a video I, I, on that. Why? Because I can't do a widescreen with the green screen. Why? Because I don't <laughs> have enough space to cover all. <laughs> I covered this in the pod, or on the stream last. No, I know, but we can make that happen. You gonna buy me another green screen? They're very inexpensive. Okay. You get like an army of <laughs> green screens. They're they're just it's there's no excuse. <laughs> there's plenty of excuses. No, you're you're known for making them. Never. Yeah. Dang, Skippy. Mm. What happened? All the saltiness I'm hearing. So I know. Salty. Because you watched Salty Bet with me and Josh last night. For like half a second. Yeah. Hey, John, if you've never, if you don't know what that is, imagine like, I don't know. What did we see? Like the Kool-Aid Man versus Captain Crunch with alligator heads or something. Here. And they're just yeah, fighting. I'm good, man. No, it's, don't, don't. it's crazy. He is. He's doing it. He's showing it. So if, if you go to yeah, Twitter. Well, I mean. I mean like Twitch, Twitch. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, it's salty. The word salty, S-A-L-T-Y, and then the word bet. They're one word. The S and the B are capitalized, and it's a channel of... Um, Basically, people, They it's random fighters that... Ha- or fighters that have been created by people, and then they are randomly put in 
against each other, and the and the CPU does the fights. People bet on this site called SaltyBet.com. You can bet there as to what you who you think is going to win. So there's just like all sorts of just crazy things and different scenarios. You never know what you're going to get. So. so right now we're watching Lasher versus Duck King XL. Yeah. Oh God! And Lasher looks like Venom a little bit. To yeah. Me. A little bit different, though. Yeah, a little different. And then, uh, oh, he just got beat. Like, I saw a giant Homer once fight um, Ronald McDonald. That was weird. He's breakdancing. <laughs> he's he's breakdancing. It's just like some of them, you just never know. You never know. And I guess, yeah, when we were watching last night, for whatever reason, there was this thing called the Killer Croc modifier where, like, as soon as the match would start, the whole entire screen would go red and like two actual crocodile heads would appear on screen and start chomping at each other. <laughs> this video is making me dumb. Yes. It, it is very dumbed down. Uh, yeah. It, it's it's in the style of like a Street Fighter 2 type game. Is it, all, is it always like this? It, it changes. Oh. I mean, yeah. It reminds me a little bit of um, NBC, Marvel vs. Capcom. What is that? Mm. What is that guy doing? That's the salty bet guy. He's just there. He's like, hey, this is like, look at this. He's just kung fu master, and I can't tell where she's from. I don't know. Maybe she's just it looks like a custom. bootleg Ryu, right? He's like, hey, Bob, Bob the kung fu master, right there. <laughs> He's like the dude from uh, the Foot Fist Way. <laughs> you ever saw that with Danny McBride back in the yeah, day? Yeah, yeah, we got you. But anyways, um, here let me exit out of this. Uh, everyone have a good week, though. Uh, I mean, it was standard. Standard. Sanders? Yeah, I just, I, I don't think I did anything like I normally do. Mm-hmm. I was having a normal week and I got to Friday and I got a head cold. It wasn't really a head Again? cold. Like, it was kind of like, I think it was just all the pollen. Because, like, in Columbus right now, it's just really bad. And it messed up my science systems real bad the whole weekend. Oh, on Friday, I, mm-hmm. I did, uh, after work. Um, my wife, your wife, went out. <laughs> not that Thanks, John. Man. Yeah, she went out of town, so I was a single guy for the for the Friday and Saturday, most of Saturday. So Friday night, I went out, had a margarita or, or two by yourself. No, with with Ladaryl. Okay. Um, it's good to have friends. It is. It's gonna be great when like La Jeff and Ladaryl and like you're together. And me and him are together, and it's like we just kind of stare at each other, and then we all walk outside, and you know there's about to be a throwdown, <laughs> to brawl for um, no reason. <laughs> so that was fun. Then I played Uno that night, Uno uh, with homemade margaritas, which Ooh, those um, are more powerful. Those are so they had a, it had agave in it, John. That's like a form of honey, I think. Oh, uh, did you go over to his place? Yeah, and then and then Saturday the weather was beautiful. Yeah, I felt felt bad if you felt bad. I got on the motorcycle and went up to the uh, Pine Mountain. I saw, yeah, you posted. You went up to uh, what was it? Dowdell's Knob, yeah, a place that Franklin Delano Roosevelt used to like to go and got cook the out statue and, of him yeah. there. So now what, John? It's over by the little. Anytime White House. you say knob, I'm laughing because <laughs> I do. I usually call it Gobbler's Knob. <laughs> did you go do the hike or did you just drive? No, up we just there? rode the bike up there. Uh, it's a nice ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you go up uh, 27 or where? I don't know. I just went straight instead of turning left. Yeah, you went. He like followed you went better Darren. And still it yeah, yeah, yeah. That's twenty-seven. Yeah, yep, that's twenty-seven. 
It's a good ride. I'm not sure exactly where it technically stops being veterans and becomes 27. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just before you, you know it, you're like, out hey, there. it's 27, and we're in Harris like, County. He's like, scenic highway 27, enjoy the ride. Because it's <clears> not <throat> like, like when you go to Alabama, like... There's no part where like 280 turns into something else, right? Because it's just like, like it, it ends. Yeah, there's like, yeah, <laughs> it's done. But yeah, that's what I did. Uh, and I think, uh, I think before I knew it, I'm sitting in this chair again recording. Yeah. I, yeah, I played the topic. Um, and then I watched a lot of stuff that no one on here would care about, I think. Probably right. Yeah. John? I'm not going to admit what I was watching all weekend. John probably could figure it out by what was playing in my car Monday. <laughs> but what was in his car? Don't do it. Lord. <laughs> what was in his car? The people have to know what was playing in his car, John. Don't do it, John. Well, whatever it was, it was pretentious. Oh. oh. So. It is a very pretentious piece. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to deny that. I do love when John says pretentious. So over the weekend, we celebrated... Uh, my wife's your uh, wife her, her, her birthday now her birthday is uh the day that this show is airing ooh um so but she's out of town this whole week so where's she at this week that's confidential oh, okay. i don't really talk about it all right so Bill. we went to we went to we got up and drove up to atlanta went and and had lunch at the atlanta kitchen what I think that? it's called. Where's that? It was actually, it's kind of in. It's in Midtown. It's it's it's. It was featured on the Travel Channel. Oh. It had the absolute best chicken and waffles I've ever had in my life. Land's got good eats. Better yeah. than Roscoe's chicken and waffles. Ew. Better than Glass Knight's chicken um, and waffles. The, uh, it was. The wait was like 90 minutes, so it took forever to get So it was like Cracker Barrel. I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like Cracker Barrel. I think I know what you're talking about. I have seen that before. Yeah. So and after that, we went to the Atlanta History Museum, saw the Cyclorama, uh, which was That's like cool. a, 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 a big round painting. And, and by round, I mean it circled the entire room, about 300 yards length. Uh, Is that three football fields, John? Thank you, man. Uh, so that's uh, a depiction of the Battle of Atlanta. After mm-hmm. that, we went to Margaret Mitchell's home. Um, and then after that, we went to Agatha Christie's Dinner Theater, which was fabulous. Was and, there a... Uh, and not pretentious. Was there a Herak, uh Perot in this, I take it? In no, it was a Hamilton-esque oh. mystery. So it was kind of like taking place in 1700s? Something like that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like like in America? Because that's weird. Very too. much so in America. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's weird for Agatha Christie. It's just the name of the uh, theater. Oh, okay. It's the name of the theater. So it wasn't like an actual like Agatha no. Christie? like. No, it's a, it, it, it's, it gets inspiration from the concept of Agatha gotcha, Christie. Gotcha, gotcha. But this one more leaned towards. It was a murder mystery taking place with a Hamilton-esque approach. Someone shot... Um, the sheriff. They, they rapped two hip hop artists in oh, the seventeen okay. hundreds, oh. uh, which meant it was a direct threat to our nation's freedom. <laughs> you know, it made absolutely no sense, but it was fun, fun and engaging. And you know, at least one person at each individual table had a speaking role of some to some degree. Where wow. they, would, they would say, "Your line is in scene is in Act Three, and you'll hear this line. Then you stand up and you do this." Did you do it? 
No, I, I wasn't one of those lucky people. Uh, <laughs> was your wife? No. Uh-huh. There was an option on the website when I bought tickets, are you celebrating a birthday? But because I didn't want to die, I gotcha. said, no, we're not celebrating a b- birthday. Because people who were celebrating birthdays typically were get- given uh, yeah, makes speaking sense. roles. Huh. Um, very, I re- you know, if you're in the Atlanta area and you're looking for some something to do that Agatha Christie, well, I think it's called Agatha's Dinner Theater. Okay. And it's, it's super fun. Is it funner than medieval times? <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it really is. <laughs> and Clarissa is more of an experience type person as opposed to I want physical things for my birthday. She wants experiences. She wants memories. Sure. Yeah. That, yeah. that that's a good way of she needs a pensive. It. And so it's just it's intimidating. It can it can be intimidating. Um, surprising her with experiences that you hope she would want to have. Was she pleased? Insert. Oh, jokes. she hated every moment. Did she? No, she was. She had a great time. Yeah, I figured she would like. So that. she said. Yeah, but I believe her. <laughs> She's like he tried. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's, cool. that's all matters. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like there was something important I had to say. <laughs> oh, I watched, to you guys. I watched I like, brackets I, I needed die. To, I needed to file that under. I need to say that to you guys. The, uh, I just can't Major League Baseball started at the Dodgers. <laughs> I won my first game in fantasy baseball. I don't play that I got, stupid game. I, I got roped back in. So, it's so I was helping much, so much longer, but it was perfect because I beat Josh. Oh, that makes it all better. Like oh, yeah. Um, during our Twitch Monday night stream. Yeah. Uh, if you had happened to join us. I should probably be talking about that. We saved the president for, of the United States. Um, <laughs> we did. The aforementioned jo- uh, Josh showed up in the uh, in the voice chat area. Surprisingly. Even if he shouldn't have, yeah. yeah. I was like, what are you doing? How'd you do this? <laughs> How did he do that? Was yeah. he already pre- I think, uh, I think that channel is supposed to be locked down, but I want to say because of the fact that you have guest host privileges on the discord that he probably, when I assigned him that role okay. had access to it because obviously yeah. if we did want to do a, a chat through discord, we could do it through there and, and have him on there. Right. Yeah. You know, without so, yeah. having to drive down here. It's, it's been super fun. You know, we, we launched our discord channel, uh, thanks to our, our good friend and family of the show. Andy has been an excellent job on our discord channel and we've recently been on Twitch. He's yeah. done. He's done. Okay. It's, it's, I mean, it's all right. He could tweak something. Let's be honest. It's all right. It's fine. He's pretty good. It's <laughs> serviceable. Good. And Chris last night uh, got a green screen, or the night before, and got a green screen. Yeah, from uh, Ryan Leaf himself. Ryan Leaf of the show. Ryan Leaf also lived up to his billing because he became the uh, first person to ever sub. That's right. We can now, uh, on, on Twitch, we are subscriptions, if you'd like. And our first subscription ever was... Friend of the show, we call him Ryan Leaf. His name is Mike. Yes. So that's super cool. And we also, friend of the show, Josh. Yeah. Dropped a dime on us. So. Yeah, he did. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. There it is. That's funny. Oh, wait, what was this video? I'm looking at this head bob. So. Who's this guy? I think he's an Indian? Let's see. Was he a goddamn asshole? Oh. Nope. Oh. Oh. oh, we didn't hear that. Nope. 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 <laughs> All right. We'll just let that be for later. Um. But, yeah, for those who are wondering, so if by some weird chance you're not someone who understands what subscribes are on Twitch, um, basically Twitch has an affiliate program. It lets people 
support those who are the streamers there by you can while you can just follow us, you can also subscribe, which basically says you're going to give us four ninety nine in credit. We don't get it right away, but you know, like if we get to a certain point, we will get that money. Uh, and it was big, and I wanted to do that. Was one of the reasons I wanted to set up Twitch because we've had a lot of people who have routinely written in and said like, "Hey, I'd love to support you and and do all that kind of thing." And it it's been hard to figure out like, well, how do we do that? Because like, if we do a Patreon, Patreon's supposed to be like a paid service where we give you something. And I don't know if like right now we have anything that we could just give you that would feel like beneficial <laughs> you know? does, Speak patreon, for yourself, does patreon specifically require us to give something uh, give an incentive i think yeah, so or is it just say, or is yeah. it just common practice to do so yeah like we could do a fundraiser but i mean it's, it's patreon generally set up with tiers yeah of uh how much money you want to give to the the creator of content and yeah. then you receive content back uh and you receive other things such as you know in the world of social media maybe that you get to access their private, like, say, Snapchat or mm-hmm. um, Instagram accounts and things of that nature. And plus, you know, videos. Podcast earlier. Yeah, oh, earlier yeah. podcast access or yeah. pictures or. Yeah, we can do none of that. Yeah, like, there's just not, like, <laughs> short of, like, me saying I'm going to put the the mic on and let people hear a full outtake version of everything, right? And just consistently record everything that's about the most i could i think we could easily offer you guys right now and that is not something that i think is worth charging four or five bucks for sure you know but if you want to make a donation if you even if you don't care about twitch you can go there any month that you feel so inclined i think there's like three different tiers to which you can subscribe i haven't really set up anything for that Mm -hmm. i'm sure i'll i'll talk with uh andrew because he's kind of been my uh Hand holder on the, all these online on the Twitch too. Well, I mean, he's he's worked with me on certain things, yeah. yeah. Like you know, uh, he's very much more versed on the online, uh, cool, you know, community world and all that kind of stuff. So we're working with him on it, and uh, we'll see if we can't put some incentives to to do it. But it, even if that's not the case, if you want to support us, that's probably the easiest way. If you have a Twitch. Uh, or if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, you actually get a free sub um, that you can give every single month. You just have to link uh, your Twitch account with your Amazon account, and you'll have Twitch Prime. And you can basically just click that subscribe button and then say, hey, you want to use your, your Twitch Prime perk to do it. But, again, no pressure. We're not, we're not like, over here, like, please, God, give us money or anything like that. No, but it, if you want to support us, that is the avenue that we're taking. Yeah. And it's more about also with Twitch – um, if you if you want to just see us play games or, or exactly see what we're up to, we're going to try to hang out every Monday night. Um, we're going to try to play something together. You're going to at least hear me and John. You'll probably start seeing Chris because we have mm-hmm. capabilities to do that now. And it, I mean, I, I'm on Twitch a lot and I bring it up a lot on air, but I don't really subscribe to anybody. I, I need a. I've, I've subscribed to several people for several months, but you want to follow the people you like because you know they bring sure. you entertainment, and then and then one day you might. You know, uh, I don't know, be able to tell somebody that we're out there. And that's what we appreciate is you guys spreading the love and, and being around. And like I said, with our Discord blowing up a little bit, and mm-hmm. who knows where this Twitch thing will take us, but we're going to just enjoy the ride. And we thank you guys for everything. So, yeah. Uh, also, a reminder that even though there probably won't be video, twitch.tv slash weekly games chat on uh our 200th episode so this is episode 198 we're coming up we need to actually get together after this probably and 
and figure out what day we want to record this on. Uh, but we will be live streaming the podcast as we record it uh, that day. We'll probably put something, I'm sure, in the Discord, too, uh, in case people want to ask us questions on the fly or whatever. Uh, so if you want to hear us record live and, and kind of see how that goes, then uh, tune into that. We'll get the date to you next week, of course. Uh, we'll probably have it in advanced out on our Twitter page and probably Facebook, too. So in the Discord. So once we get it all locked down, we'll let you know. Uh, that's it. That's that's all the announcement side stuff. Yeah, I, I got. think we should go right into this crappy game you're going to talk about. <clears throat> Hilarious. Hilarious. I think I might. I'm, I think I might be able to read some text on air. Uh, that's that, I sent, uh, that I sent John. <laughs> well, yeah, that's funny. Should I do that? Oh uh, yeah, that would be entertaining. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, let's get to it. In fact, I'd like to. <laughs> Topic time. 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 The topic is. Sean sucks at Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I don't suck. I don't okay. Suck. I don't. It just, Didn't get good. Didn't I, get good. It has nothing to do with that. Apparently. Let's let's do like we normally do and don't be holding all this angst towards me. I'm coming, I'm coming at you strong. <laughs> I heard your I heard your pregame attacks last <laughs> night, so I'm coming at you. It just let's calm down. I'm gonna be LeBron and you can be the person Wait, the are you are you Lakers LeBron? Or are you like early I'm just Cavs LeBron. LeBron? Well Lakers LeBron I'm not worried about at I'm, all. I'm I'm LeBron taking Cleveland to a final in two thousand seven. They had no business being against San Antonio LeBron. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so That's fair. just like like right here, right here, <laughs> locked in. Zone. Should we introduce this game by reading Sean's thoughts? Let's on do the this. Game? Let's do this. All right. Yeah, we'll just let you. So, what night was this? Uh, was it know. last Thursday or something? If your phone keeps up with dates, John. Not. Not your there phone. There it is. Yeah, Thursday. Okay. <laughs> Not right. my iPhone. So I get a text first thing, and I'm playing this game at that moment too. And Sean's obviously playing it. He texted me. It says, I hate this game. <laughs> I'm probably not coming for the recording because I don't want to talk about it. So I give a lot of laugh out loud emojis. And he says, I'm not kidding. I'm trading it in tomorrow. <laughs> I said, what's the problem? He says, it's effing stupid. People want to suck these kinds of games off. <laughs> they are terrible. Punish me for dying, but make it stupid hard. <laughs> yeah, how did, I, I was basically dumb saying, a controls the the people out there that praise these kind of games they they want to do exactly what I said in the text I said but what's bad about this game is it 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 punishes you for dying but makes it the most ridiculous hard thing of all time but go ahead John this game feels like a pretentious piece of s <laughs> it looks terrible for a late gen game f this game. <laughs> The story is lack, last, lackluster. I'm running around finding glowy things and fighting dudes, then a big dude, more little dudes than a big dude. <laughs> I, I don't want to this think. This is actually accurate. I don't want to think. I don't want to be an effing ninja. <laughs> and then John says, you killing the big dude successfully? After all that. That's his question <laughs> to me, right? <laughs> he says, no. It takes me 14 times at least. And then John, he's being sweet, he goes, I'm sorry, brother. 
traded him for Yoshi. <laughs> and some John people says, play Yoshi. Some people, that's the game they play. He says, don't be sorry. Find a guest host for Tuesday. I do not want to be a part of talking about this piece of ass. A little harsh. John goes, quit talking crazy, brother. And John says, you're right. Wish we could Xbox party up, which, you know. Is At not- that point, I calmed down. Yeah, and John goes, well, why can't we? Kick it. Talk to me, sweet I'll bear. say this. this <laughs> to be fair, that sounds like classic frustrated gaming, John. Because I've been there. I've been there on the nights of, of cart where, for whatever reason, it's just not clicking. And Sean, Sean can go from like <laughs> nicest bubbly guy in the world says, to like the most irritated man ever. He says this ogre is no, said, so annoying. Um, I, I said, yeah. He said, yeah. He is a, a ball sack piece of s. <laughs> and you said, yeah. I don't know if I'm under leveled or how this game works. The ogre is bugged. I can't tell you how unfun this is. And that was pretty much it. And well, then John finished it off by saying, "Well, I just got killed by a rooster." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the roosters are great. So uh, I, I did. I got to the point, and that's you got a little further. I, I got further. Yeah, yeah. Did you beat the ogre? No, <laughs> <laughs> didn't beat the ogre. In fairness, and I've heard this a lot. It took me at least thirty, yeah, times to kill that ogre to to get the. And the only reason, the only way I could really beat him is cheating. Now mm. I'm wor- I'm working within the game's parameters, but. Yeah, you, I kind of got saw a video extremely you, creative. Some people do that. Where you run past him and get up into a corner really fast, mm-hmm. so then he kind of resets into a point where you can jump off the ledge and that's exactly take that what first dot off. Mm. That's exactly what it's I did. It's not cheating. No, I, I mean... It's it, not, but it's kind it of a hack. There are some, like... Dot hack. They'll yeah. get more patched out. That's usually what they do over time. Like, they just keep patching and, and making it. Yeah. Like, no, 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 you have to play this game, right? Like, there's a boss apparently later on that you can pretty much just do this scenario where you do one, two hit, right? And then toss that, like, ash, the fistful of ash at him, and it completely just messes him up. So you you just, like, watch this guy not even stop, just keep doing the same thing, and you're like, that's going to get patched out. They'll do something. <laughs> I, uh, that's what I, they do. We, we do want to get to a more serious tone because the game, it, it, was, it was an awakening for me, the type of game it was. I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not used to these kind of games. Nope. It was a religious experience. Um, <laughs> after, the, after the days calmed down, uh, I, I will say this about this game that I wanted to go back and play. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to trade it in. I wanted uh, the desire to beat that ogre, to do what it took to do that. It messes with your ego for sure. Yeah, that's what it does. I mean, like. Yeah. People are always like, why would you want... Like, I remember the first time uh, our old roommate Ryan bought Demon Souls and he described it to me. And I was like, why the hell would anyone want to do that? You know, it just made no sense. But once you actually pick up one of these games and you start playing, and especially, I think, the first time you it clicks and you beat something of... Uh, even if it's just like that, like the Ogre, which is just like, you know, it's a mini boss. It's very early on. It's a what? It's a mini boss, yeah. <laughs> Uh, like the first time you do that, though, you get joy, oh my you know, God. Uh, and people who've watched me stream this uh, throughout the week here. I mean, when when they've been there for my moments of success, like you can hear it and in, in now <laughs> see it yeah. uh, in my in my tone. Like it, it truly does feel like an accomplishment. And it's it is one of those things where in gaming, there are very few moments like that where it's like. You don't have any other option but to figure it out or else stay stuck, right? Most games, there's a way around it. You could 
you know, sometimes like even like you think of like Mario now, it's pretty much programmed in there. If you die a couple of times, it's like, do you want to put this white suit on and, and not, you know, cat suit on and, and just not die and not have to worry about that and just go through the level or, you know, um, like Celeste, even as much as I love Celeste and that is a very hard game at court, at normal difficulty. Like there is a story mode version for that, for people, uh, if they just want to see the story and want to play to a lower level, um, you know, this game isn't that this game is like those old school, like when you would play Contra or something like that, where it's like, this is, or Castlevania, the original <coughs> Castlevania games where it's like, you are going to go in here. And if you want to beat this, you have to beat it at the difficulty it was made on. And that's it. Well, you one know, thing I'm learning, there's no dumbing it down or whatever. <laughs> it's just figure it out. Yeah. Do what you have to to figure it out. Well, one one thing I'm figuring out is there's these little these little how would you describe the blue things that you sink to? What are those called? Shrines, uh, sculptures, yeah. the little sculpture things. Well, save points, save point things. <clears throat> you, you as you're going through the game, you pick up items that you can basically make your guy better. And this game is set up where you need to maybe get to a save point right before you fight, say the ogre. Mm. Go back to the very beginning place you started. Enhance your skills to come back to fight the ogre again. <clears throat> and I, I don't, I was trying to think if there are any other games that I've played that are structured that way to where you, there's not an end point, you know, all right, this is the next thing you do now. We're not going to go back to there anymore to where this thing stays open ended like that. And it's very important that you're bouncing back and forth to the different areas you need to go. Um, and even, and even the point where what I was doing last night, there's this like manor on fire and you, you, you can go do that while the ogre's still waiting on you, and then you can teleport around and do all the things at one time. And there's a lot going on, and my brain started working, right, like it's supposed to. And I went, there's a lot. There's a, there, you got to really think about how you want to approach a situation. because Very much so. yeah. And I also learned last night, it was halfway joking, halfway serious, um, in a world of samuraiism, <coughs> uh, blocking's important. That's funny. Yeah, that's a big thing in this game. Yeah. The posture and all that. One of the coolest moments in any video game I've played this year. Mm-hmm. The intro of this game has a nice opening. Mm-hmm. And the, the intro level, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When you come out to this clearing. Mm-hmm. And the and the way that that... Yeah, it's that in the has, moonlight and all that. The moonlight and the thing. The, we talked about a possible... I don't know. I, mean, I don't want to say too much, but that 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 has stuck out in my head at that moment. How? Yeah. How, mm-hmm. how, we talked about that. How mm-hmm. beautiful that was. So. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. It's like as you you <clears throat> rip the game for the fact that yeah. I think on the on the surface, like when you look at it, like when I was installing this game, it's only sixteen gigs, right? Yeah, which is small. Yeah, it's like real small. It's not the like best looking game ever. I mean, I I think even Dark Souls look better in this game in terms of like pure graphic power, but the art design makes up for it. It does. And it feels very much like a real place. Like you do feel like you're in feudal, uh, Japan and all that kind of Japan, Japan. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's very pretty to look at, but I have to say someone here, I think of the three of us, I would not call myself a, a from software game expert by any means, but I am of the three of us. I'd say I've played the most out of us, right? Like I've played dark souls two and three, you ever and finished I've played, them? I have not. I mean, and it's just that's the one thing that sucks about these games is that because of their difficulty, right? A lot of times it, you kind of go, "Well, I have to put this down 
and go do something else for the show. Well, it's not just that. And it's hard you, to come back to. You play these long, open-world games, mm-hmm. and in the ground it takes for you in a two to three hours to cover a huge amount of ground in an open-world game, you spent two to three hours that night trying to take down a boss. Exactly. So you didn't really get... That far. While you while you got somewhere, mm-hmm. and when you do it, you feel like you got somewhere, you really haven't moved the needle. Because the spot where I'm at in this game, it's so funny. If I go back to the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. I can cover that ground in five minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's what's crazy about this game. You like, get you a, know you're you better. Get a, you, get a sim, you get a sense of depth from the world, mm-hmm. but the world isn't as big as it seems to be. No. At it's least like, as far as I've covered. Yeah, it's like more of like there's a straight linear path if you want to take it, but it'll probably mean a lot more resistance. And then there's little branching paths to connect around it. Like. So, Chris, since you have indicated that you've played most, if not all of these games from software, mm-hmm. from from software, I should yeah, say. There you go. Um, and and we all I, I think I understand this conceptually, but sure. A lot of people have said about this game that in order to be successful in Sekiro, you have to unlearn what you have learned by playing Dark Souls. Some people have described it as it's a difference between dodging attacks versus... And I experienced this myself because I Mm. kept trying to avoid attacks. I kept getting beat down. And then a moment of of pure rage, I ran into a fight Mm. and just took it to him. I still Mm. got worked a little bit, but I took him down. For sure. Um, So talk about that fundamental difference between this game and all the others from software games i would say okay so dark soul is is very much uh the big difference is stamina right that that game has stamina and whether you're blocking someone or you're swinging a sword right you're using stamina so you have to be very cautious of how you move around those games to me they're much more about learning what the enemy does respecting it and finding how to find the little openings to do damage. And then you get some people who are just gods at it, right? And they, they can do it very quickly. Um, or just finding, like, what the advantage is that can really win you a fight. Sometimes it's fire, right? Sometimes it's uh, some sort of magic. Sometimes it's just literally getting behind the boss, and while he's doing a big attack up front, you're just standing behind him, stabbing him as much as you can. This game isn't that. Right, this game is more of I want. It's kind of like Liam, uh, what you call it, uh, Liam Neeson, or yeah, is that one thing enough? Right from Dark or uh, Batman Begins, where he says this is not a dance. This is a dance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the exact opposite. It's it's this dance where instead of stamina, everything is now based on posture, <laughs> and posture works in a weird way because it's not based on stamina. It's based on how much you're breaking someone down versus how much they are breaking you down. So as you run in, you do a couple of hits and it doesn't do too much health damage on him. And it might do a little hits of posture damage, but then so explain the difference between vitality and posture in this. So you have two things you have like a, you have your vitality, which is your health Uh and the boss's health. And then you have posture, which is basically their ability to defend themselves completely if you ever get the boss to a point where you completely break his posture you can do an instant kill hit on him uh so the first thing to learn in this game is basically how to break posture what is the best way because traditional soul players they would say hang back look for your openings 
whittle down the health. And you could do that in this game, but you're going to have some really long fights and you're going to have to be perfect in how you move, right? Uh, because most of these bosses, they have so many different tools that they can use to find openings for themselves on you if you're trying to just avoid them. Uh, instead, what you do here is like you'll run in and like I said, you'll do two swings and you might not even hit them, but you'll see the posture bar start to go up. And then you know he's going to come back at you. So what do you do? You start to learn his moves and how to defend them and basically how to interrupt what he's trying to do to you so he doesn't just consistently lay on you uh, and swing freely and and build your posture up to a point of breaking. Instead, you go, okay, he's going to do these two hits, and now I'm going to come in and interrupt him and hit him twice. And then he's going to try to stab me, and I'm going to do this thing called the Makiri counter, and it's going to completely mess up his posture. And I might be doing little whittle hits, like, you know, tiny little hits, whittling him down but that's not the problem he's got right now the problem is that all of a sudden this posture bar which had very little damage is now getting to a very near breaking point and even though i might only get 75 percent or 25 percent of his uh total health off he'll be open very quickly if i do everything right and i play it right uh, to, because the more vitality him, yeah. you remove from them, the easier it is to break his yes, posture. Yes, basically the more health they lose, the less posture they can hold. Mm -hmm. And you just once you start to understand this, like this correlation and this dance that's going on, you you start to go in these very hard. Like I did one of the bigger fights uh, early in the game last uh, the other night. John, you've seen the video now, uh, where like that's what I had to learn with that guy. I had to learn. I can't just let him sit back and look for an opening. I was like, I have to keep pressure on him, but also understand what he's going to try to do to me and know how to counter it to my advantage. And once I did that, I got to a point where I could take that boss down uh, out of his first two. He has like three phases. I could get the first two phases done in no time. You know, it, it, as long as I was executing, I would get to the final phase. The final phase, on the other hand, that was a beat. But um, yeah. one of the you beat the game. No, I haven't beat the game. I, um, I'm kind of. I would. I would say I'm past the first. What would be? I, I would consider it the first act of the game. You know, like Man. I'm guessing. It, you know, I I don't know for sure, of course, but yeah. like it feels like that. See, I was I was actually kind of doing. I was looking at an article that had a rundown of all the bosses and mini bosses, and I was surprised. I finally got tired of scrolling. Mm. I'm like, this game is gonna take me a year <laughs> yeah, yeah. to beat and meanwhile there's a speed runner out there who did it in an hour exactly exactly and you can and you can kind of you can kind of picture it with this game how he does it you know because when i when i'd fight my way through an area like the harada estate where the burning buildings are you go back and you find yourself dying at at a point at a certain point well you can start, you know, it, and it starts you right at the beginning, but you find that you can, you know, traverse rooftops and, you know, angle yourself a certain way and run through all this stuff. And basically, so obviously he just avoided hundreds of, of small scale enemies to yeah. get to just the mini boss and boss fights. Mm -hmm. But one of the th crazy things about this, this game that I, that was hard to mentally wrap my head around was the idea of blocking uh, well the game calls it deflecting the deflecting is always 
typically 90% of the time that deflecting is the answer. Yes. The first, I mean, I've only had one boss fight. Granted, it took me hours to get to this point. So it is still a sense of accomplishment. These bosses are two to three times bigger than you. There's and 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 Wolf in the game, the character is known known as Wolf. It's he a girl is also. he is well, he's later named that. Spoiler. But he um he is deliberately like smaller than every major character in this game. Like he's deli- yeah. he's like a hobbit. I mean, I don't know if it's like deliberately that way, but he's he's very small. So all these characters in this game, all these boss fights, they stand two to three times taller than you and the game is telling you you can block and you mentally go no I can't because when that sword comes at you there's no way that's not going to kill me so it's a very hard thing to wrap your head around I mean in the fight with the ogre for example the kicks he makes other than aside from the grab which is yeah that's that had to have been glitchy I agree with Sean on that it is devastatingly hard to avoid that um it's no, just I'd, be, a, I'd be clear on one side of the ogre, but you some kind completely of way he, clear, and then it just seems like there's this glitch where, where I'm right in the middle mm, of them again. And your I'm like, NPC is over here for some reason. Mm. It's just strange. Maybe it's an Xbox thing. Yeah, no. but um, we know you're there. so good at this game. Yeah. Um, no, but Whatever. you see this Platinum gigantic. You see this gigantic <laughs> sword coming at you, and when you Sorry. deflect it. <laughs> That was, that, my, that was my D. The, the moment, the moment you first deflect, uh, deflect a giant sword coming at you, you're going, "Oh, whoa! You can and actually that, do that." And that's very different from Dark Souls. Like Dark Souls, right. you could do it, but one, you better be perfectly timed when you do it, and two, there's like a very limited number of times you could do that before it's going to break down. Uh, you know, it's. It, it's definitely a lot more dodging and there's there's dodging still in this game like there are opportune moments you just need to know when to right just like uh like for instance there's so dumb for instance like the sweeps like you you have to learn how to read those because you know that's one of those few opportune moments where you should jump you know well my biggest my biggest challenge ironically is i've i've it seems like i've mastered the art of stepping on the spear as it lunges at you the mccurry counter yeah I think it's awesome. But Best every, ability in the but game. But every other... I don't even know what that means. So every every <laughs> every enemy, a, a lot of the enemies, um, when when they do this devastating attack, it's either a, a cross sweep, a lunge, or an over the shoulder, I think. But um, either or, a, 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 a symbol pops up to notify you that it's going to happen. The yeah, challenge with me has been... Reading, it's just been very difficult for me to read exactly what the enemy is about to do before he does it. That's just been my challenge. Same. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's been that has been my mental Learning. block with this game. My uh, speaking of pretentious, one of the things I do <laughs> like about this one compared to the other ones, uh, you know, when I think of like Dark Souls and all that, a lot of that is in Dark Souls. If you want to learn how to play the game, you just have to go out in the world and kind of fight and get used to it and the one thing i really like about this one compared and i hope it is in all their games going forward is like you have that dojo area where you can go challenge that undead soldier and like he does he can do two things like he can iron just train you on very big specifics and then after you got those down he can actually train you on like you know fundamental like like i'm gonna take all the tools that a normal person would have uh and come at you and you know you can figure out how to defend. You don't lose any health or anything like that. You can't die. 
and I did that for a good hour one day. I just mm-hmm. I just sat there because it's a great learning technique. You know, it, <laughs> surprisingly, like, did not help me. Uh, the reason it did not help back. me. No, the reason it didn't help me specifically, and I'm not I'm not saying this because it's wrong. It's just me. The sheer size of the enemies that you encounter uh, yeah. cannot compensate for what he's trying to teach you. He teaches yeah, you the moves. The he teaches you the concepts, but there's a mental block with me still mm. with a nine foot sword coming at you as, a, as opposed to <laughs> yeah. this guy's sword coming at you. you it's, start, just, it's just a different feel. It's like it's he's a little slower than the normal ones will be, and especially the bosses, right? <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, you usually have shorter windows, but I will say over time I've gotten better like now where, as John said, like with those red attacks, like where you see the symbol on the screen, there's two things that are going to happen. He's either going to thrust at you. And if that, you can use the McCurry counter or else he's going to sweep and you can jump. And if you can learn those things and know how to read them, you become pretty deadly because not only does it take away his most powerful attacks, but it also does the most posture damage on him. Mm-hmm. I didn't learn about this McCurry counter. Yeah. Yeah. You should get that ability whenever you can. Well, where do I get it from? It's a skill you yeah, unlock. Yeah. You'll, you'll unlock. I think it's after the ogre. It's because oh, yeah, God. my entire game rests on beating this ogre. <laughs> no, dude, dude, I'm I'm with you with that ogre. It was at the ogre where I questioned why I was playing this game. So that's why it was so funny that you did. I was doing that. Yeah, because it was like I was like, <laughs> come right on, there. come on, bro. Otherwise, I'd have been mocking you the whole time. Yeah. But I was I was like, no, I feel you. <laughs> it's like, and I even um, without even knowing the glitch for the ogre, I got I got a kill shot on him to take one bar away, one dot. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's an enemy on, on the hill by the ogre. Exactly. He that, runs down with his little spear. Yeah, the half, spear the time, half the time, that spear guy gets alerted and just completely. And I'd be in this amazing groove. Just, and here comes the spear dude spear running down guy, the like, hill. Spear, 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 spear. It's like, it's like ogre. This well, guy even, imprisoned you. Why don't you kill him first? Yeah, really. You uh, Even you did something, though, that I didn't. Um, back in the day with, or like with that fight where you were, you were smart enough to learn early on that you could go behind him and actually yeah. take away one of his health. Yeah. And I didn't, I never did that with that boss. The trick is when you're, when you're going up I the hill. I would just start wailing on him. Yeah. When you're going up the hill, don't go up to him. Yeah. In fact, when it's, when the, when the arrow, the indicator, the alert arrow turns yellow, start running away. Mm. He'll break his, he'll break his chain eventually. And then you hide from him and he'll just, Completely forget that he's looking for you. Okay. So you'll just cre- you'll just creep up the wall. Yeah. And you'll be able to go right behind him mm-hmm. and take one of his. Um, what do they call them? Uh, basically, life dots. Life yeah. dots. You take one of them, one of them away, yeah. and you just you just half the battle, just just like that. And you know, knowing's half the battle. That's right. Right. That's right. But yeah, I, I have to also say uh, the other big thing I've really liked about this compared to maybe Dark Souls or Bloodborne is that I think this is probably. I mean, it's still a little obtuse, but it's easily the most realized story and straightforward story that they've given you. Like they actually do have true cutscenes, and they they explain their things out, like down from. Mm-hmm the wolf's original thing like like here's the wolf you know this game starts out and like he's a small child he gets found by this shinobi called the owl basically it's kind of alluded that maybe his parents died during this uh big war that took place in japan he takes him under his tutelage teaches him the shinobi way and then eventually he becomes this uh shinobi for 
a person known as the divine heir, uh, which they don't ever say if he's like, you know, the emperor or anything. Like, totally thought it but, was a girl. Yeah. At first I did too. Um, Gotta be honest. And then what happens <clears throat> at the start of this game without giving, <laughs> I mean, it's, if you've seen any of the trailers, you should have an idea. Basically the divine hair gets taken away by a general and the code of the shinobi is when you have a master uh, that you know, and someone takes it, takes them a captive. It's it's your job to do whatever you can to get them yeah. back. So that's where our you know where our shinobi here starts the story, and from there where it's gone since then. I mean, I feel like I'm getting pretty knee deep into the story now, and uh, it's been pretty solid. Like I, so, I understand what's going on. So when I when I'm texting John and I go, the story sucks. It gets better. It's it's not it's it, to I, me it's very subtle. It's it's not something that's overly complicated. There's not a lot of exposition. It's more imagery and emotion with occasional dialogue. You basically know what you're there to do, and there's really nothing else to it. And I kind of respect a story that takes that approach. So it's it's not it doesn't it doesn't. Um, What's the syndrome for when you feel for your hostage? What's that called? Or your hostage taker? Like you start. Dragon rot? No, no, in, in, in real life. No, I, it's oh. similar to um, not Stockholm, but um, Stockholm, it, it, but I don't remember it's kinda, exactly. Well, or, Actually, Stockholm. It is. It I is thought Stockholm. Stockholm was so, so what I'm saying is like, trapped. I hate this game so much that I'm starting to like this game because of how hard it is, mm-hmm. and that's some sort of weird connection. It's I'm an ego. To, it's it's messing with it your, it's messing with mine. <laughs> it's destroying. It's me. like I cannot let this stand. Uh, I got to take this guy down. Last night, the reason I was so quiet. I was ticked. I kept Who going. Were you fighting last time? It's it's it, I, the the general names are so wonky, but it's, okay. So it was one it's of the, the general beginning. Ones. Of, you know where you, you know how the game starts? Where the hut where you met the divine heir? Yeah. There, there's a samurai. You go back to that area. There's a samurai with a spear standing at the top of that. Oh, I know. I know exactly who you're talking. That about. guy I hate is him. insane. Yeah. And I think I've been sort of working it out in my head today. I think I've worked out how to do it. And so I'll go home and squash those dreams as soon as I pick up the controller. But, um, yeah, I mean, we would be, it would be a cardinal sin for us to not talk about the chief mechanic of this game. Yeah. Uh, wait, the the sword play? What? The, the, the countering? The the posture? The arm? What's the title of this game? Oh, the prosthetic arm. No. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, shadows dive. Okay, yeah. So prosthetic uh, arm after that. So this one is a little bit different from the other ones. Where okay, so the other ones when you played uh, either Bloodborne or Dark Souls or Demon Souls before it, when you died, you didn't necessarily lose everything. You would respawn back at uh, the last bonfire or whatever. I can't remember what they're called in. in Bloodborne right now, but like you would, you would basically respawn back there and you would have to get back to where you were before. Uh, and you would have to, uh, get back to where you were before and re take possession of all the experience you had gathered up to the point where you had died. And if you died before then the experience from before was now lost. So, you know, you were very careful, right? You know, to make sure that you, if you were going into a boss fight, that you didn't have too much experience because you understood you may not get back to to capture that during the fight, you know, if, if the boss fight goes bad for you. This game, though, does something different where when you actually die, 
Um, you don't actually have to go straight back to the sculpture in this one, which is basically the bonfire for this game. Instead, you can respawn at least once uh, per time and and attempt to uh, beat whoever is in front of you, whether it's just a regular guy or a boss. Um, and I think like over time you get more abilities to come back uh, per, per life. The only catch is that basically you have to get a death blow before you can use another one. That's like the only... You know, you can't just like come back on a boss three times. It's like, no, no, no. Like here at this boss, I'm showing the video for John Sean here. If I take one of his lives, I can get a respawn back if I lose it. Uh, But, you know, otherwise I will. If if I were to just die again before I got that death blow, I would have to restart all over again. Best moments of the game are when you're fighting somebody, you respawn and they just smack you. Yeah, as soon as you do. I've had so many of those. You know what I'm talking about. The ogre's the worst. But um, the big thing that actually occurs with this is that then when you do finally die, so if you come back and you die again, uh, unlike before where you would just lose whatever experience you had gathered at that point and you would have the ability to come back and get it again, and that's it, here you automatically lose... You can go back to it now. Uh, you, you automatically lose... Uh, half of both your experience and your money. So there is a lot of incentive to make sure that you spend your ability or your experience when you have it, right? Uh, And also that you spend your gold when you have it because I'll tell you right now, I've had this happen to me. It's it's very hard to watch your gold go literally from 5,000 to 2,500 on one death. And just realize all that work you did is now gone, you know. Uh, but they do have this other thing that's in the game for that called um, Unseen Forgiveness, where basically every now and then about one in three times at the beginning, I think it is, and it goes down depending on how much you've died, you will uh, you will not lose any experience or gold. But that's pretty, as we said, that's only one in three times, so it's few and far between. But, like, it makes you think of, like, how you're doing things and how you're setting yourself up. Like, John was watching me, I think, last night, and I was, like, I was very worried because I had a good bit of experience. I was close to getting, like, an iron experience point, and I also had a good bit of gold, and I was really worried that I was about to stumble into a boss fight with all this experience in gold, and I did not want to lose everything I just got because there's no way to get it back once it's gone. Right. <clears throat> so that, that kind of thing makes you a little bit wary sometimes of like, is it time for me to go? Yeah. I still haven't run back up on to that. camp. I so, really haven't. <laughs> so the consequence of the shed, the, the oh die God, twice. Just, I've never even seen this. Yeah. This oh, is yeah. the prosthetic tool upgrade system. Yeah. You haven't gotten there. Oh my God. So this is uh, the, the consequence of resurrecting, in the middle of a fight, if you die and you do that a number of times and you keep dying after you resurrect, yeah, the consequence is that certain characters within the world develop a sickness called dragon rot. Dragon rot. Yeah. And there's ways to alleviate that damage you cause, but How? it's just so a, everybody's got dragon rot in my game. It, ta- <laughs> Not, it, it just takes a little while. It just takes, it takes a while. Takes no, a while. The, the, the guy at the temple, he's like, I got dragon rot because of you, bro. Yeah. Because you yeah. suck, bro. Yeah. You <laughs> kill me, bro. You yeah. gave me this disease. I did. 
And so um, that guy just keep. It. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a cool mechanic that 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 gives you a perk of giving you that second wind. If you're and you should only use this if, this if you are absolutely sure you can beat the boss or beat the mini boss or beat the enemy. Um, yeah. Otherwise, if you do, if you make a habit of doing it, um, I, I, it there's a consequence. In the at world first, game. I was worried about it, but I have to be honest. Over time, I haven't cared. Like as as I got the material that was necessary to to reheal it mm-hmm. as I need it, I don't know if it'll do something to the end or whatever, right? Mm. But like I've I've gotten the ability to heal it, and after you after you finally do get that ability, it's pretty easy. It's just more of like then you kind of start to learn. Okay, I'm going to do a boss fight. I'm not going to heal this right now because I might die 20 times before I beat this guy. Right. You know, that's what you learn. (laughs) And so, um, a a key to combat in this game is the prosthetic tool, which does, it's almost, it's almost like Samus's, um, cannon in Metroid. It just has different functions. Yeah. Samus's cannon has different functions. Yes, it does. Welcome to the world of Metroid. So what there are, I mean, you get, certain type of weapons that work against certain type of enemies in this game that 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 but the first but the first and most notable feature and just a joy to use in this game is is the rope swing mechanic i just think it's fun to use i don't even i think i don't i don't think they have it available to use enough in the game um oh there's moments where it's it's widely and yeah other times you're like I really wish it was here yeah. this was here right now <laughs> I learned how they, they want you to use some of them I went off meandering for treasures and I got on the side of a mountain did some meandering I, huh and I didn't know how to get back up the mountain <laughs> and then I saw a point way across the way that got almost big enough for me to use but I had to I had to take a leap of faith to jump to it for it to turn green then I could use it yeah. I was like oh, there you go okay mm-hmm. Oh, that's how that works. Have you by chance defeated any of the headless enemies you might find in dark caves? I came very close. Yeah, uh, there's one I'm right just, now. I'm just not even going there. Yeah, those are kind of, I think they're, for the most part, there might be one later on that isn't, but I think for the most part, most of them are uh, optional. Are they like the Valkyries in Zelda? I wouldn't say that. It's just that they have, um, they have a very specific set of requirements in order to do them. Like, you have to have a certain item, basically, to yeah. equip to yourself. Otherwise, you won't do enough damage. And, um, it, and it's like you're taking the risk of, well, now I have this item. Now I can fight this mini boss. But if I die, that item's gone, so I can't do it again. Exactly. So I, it's very... The guy you're struggling with, there's like a certain combination you could do. And I got very upset because I literally got him to 2%. And I couldn't gotcha. finish him off because... I just, yeah, no, right. <laughs> perfect, right? Uh, Two yeah. more seconds, man. Two more but, seconds. You know, really, bro? But no, like I had wasted, like to get, I basically had to go farm this material again because I was like, this is the way I, I win this fight. I just couldn't do it the other way at that point. I hadn't really figured out the posture stuff as well as I could have, right? Uh, I probably, you know, after I did figure it out, I went back and I just whooped him. Because um, <laughs> then it was like, oh, okay, now I understand. Ooh. You know, well, but talk to me I mean, afterwards. I'd yeah. like to understand. Yeah, but I could tell you, because uh, um, I know you, you probably have what you need if you want to do it that way. But it, it was one of those things like, oh, that really hurts him. It was it was that kind of thing. Oh, my God, John. I don't feel like you should do this. Ooh. Well, I don't. I want to know what hurts him because he's been a mammoth. Yeah, he's, 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 he's the a most, pain. He's the most annoying 
because he's got a very long spear. <laughs> and he he's yeah. the most annoying since the ogre for me. He's just oh, really? he's just a, then, and you don't even means. have to fight you don't even have to fight him. I don't think. I think eventually you need to, but uh, just to get certain things. But you know, he's he's fun. <sighs> have you gone to that other side in that area yet, and and gone into the cave? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's an interesting guy down there. <laughs> oh, down in the pit. Yeah, right around the yeah. corner from where that. Is. Yeah, I, 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 mm-hmm. I died by him and went. I'm not going this way. <laughs> I will come go- back to you. I'll later. come back to you later. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I have to say, I'm really happy right now in the sense that I'm in a place where I get to play this game uh, pretty much uninterrupted if I want for like the next three or four weeks, right? Because Sean saw the game. I'm we're going to be doing it in a couple of weeks. He he got really upset, but it's there. I, um, there's no way you can make anything out of that game. I, oh yeah, I will. dude, that game is terrible. Okay. You suck. There, no, there's no way we can talk about that game uh-huh. like we just talked about this game. Well, you know, it's a different type of game. We talked about the, uh, what you call it, the uh, the Witness, the same type of game. Mm. Yeah, but anyway. We'll see. Uh, Squirrel. But anyways, it's like one of those <laughs> things where I'm in a rare place where you guys are both doing the game we're talking about next week, and then we have the 200th episode, which will be its own thing, and then we have that game afterwards. And that game, the good thing for me is that I can – as Sean saw, I can kind of just play it sparingly in my time. I don't need to like sit down and and be like this game where you just for twenty you know twenty straight hours just try to get really good at it, right? Uh, so I get to pretty much for the next month dive into this, and I'm really excited. I'm committed. I'm I'm going to make this the first game from them that I beat, but I also accept that it might take me to June to do that. <laughs> How about you, John? Are you uh, are you hardcore to to try to beat this or? I don't know yet. Mm. Why do you ask you first? <laughs> I know what your answer is. You don't, because I John told me to trade it in for Yoshi, and I went, "That's a great idea, John." <laughs> I quickly looked up the trade in value for Sikoro, uh-huh. and I went, uh, "It's only at thirty, which is That's good, pretty good. Well, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's half good. price of a game." The, but I had just gotten it; like it was two yeah, days yeah. into me owning it, and I was like. Yeah. That feels like a rip off. So I don't I don't know if I'll trade it in, but I I do want to. I don't know if I can beat it, man. I I don't know that I have the desire. I should say that the desire to. And want that's to my beat thing. It. Do I have? Is this game going to beat me down mm-hmm. at some point? I mean, I I respect it. I don't know that I. I don't know. I, I'm I have mixed emotions about the game. I I I can tell you that I just I think about it all the time. Um, mm. I I'm stubbornly wanting to go back and beat beat the guy that worked me to death, and I suck at it. <laughs> Absolutely suck at this game. But you feel like you're getting better. I don't even. I, I don't think I'm getting I, better. I, I always keep uh, every time I think I'm. Yeah, you're not getting better. Every <laughs> time I think I'm getting better, there's another there's another boss that comes along that that says to me, "You really don't understand these mechanics." You well, you understand the mechanics, but you have a forty-year-old brain that doesn't react. You're forty. The way Almost. rounded up, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, 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 in my twenties, this game would have been. I don't even. So what you're saying? I don't is know. My youthful mind, because I'm younger than you guys. Well, you know how you're not good at shooters. Yeah. You're good at these. Well, as I've as I heard the other day, 
<laughs> you know, John apparently kills everyone. John Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> Though I think I might have picked him up last night. I think he finally had that opportunity where that dude came around, just worked you, and I tried to save you. Yeah. <laughs> it did not go well. It was for the president. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm very much. You know, if you'd asked me ten years ago, I don't think I would have enjoyed these games, and I, I get why people love them now, and it's because it is a little bit something lost right like it it has on one hand it has that i think what people love about zelda right it's or like what they loved about breath of the wild which breath of the wild was just here's this big open space and we're not really going to tell you where to go or what to do but if you're willing to walk around and explore your surroundings and really think about looking in different areas you can find all sorts of treasures hidden but even if you don't do that, there's a bunch of great content for you to enjoy. Um, and what I've learned with these games is that is very true. Like, is you could just run in the straight line if you want. And I think you would, especially if you like combat and games, you would find a lot of things to enjoy. But on the other hand, uh, if you, uh, you know, Take the time to go left and go right instead of just straight and then and start looking down and up above you. You start to and like looking at figures and going like, I wonder what that does, if that does anything and, and question your surroundings. You all of a sudden start to find all sorts of secrets in this game and just like all the other ones that they've made. Uh, and it's very, very rewarding to do this. And then finally, when you get to a, a place where you actually figure out the combat i don't know if there's another game combat wise uh that i've played that you know gives you that satisfaction of when you do actually accomplish something because i can't say that the bosses are unfair over most of the time like they're hard and they can be imposing but as john's figured out and like i had a there was one boss that platinum was actually listening to the show was watching me fight one night and I died like probably for four hours straight on her. But when I finally figured it out, I dominated in such a way that I kind of realized right then there, it wasn't the fact that she was OP or that she was doing things unfair. It was just that I was not reading it right. And I wasn't executing it right. <laughs> Monkey booze. Uh, and, <laughs> and the moment I did, I all of a sudden felt, like a true ninja warrior and a, a, a true BA, you know, I, I felt, felt like, like a ninja warrior, dude. Yes. I felt like I was just like, I was like, nothing can stop me when I do what I'm supposed to do in this game. Uh, you know, and, and it's, it's quite rewarding. And like I said, probably the last time I felt this way was, was beating all the Valkyries in God of war as far as recent games. But like when, you know, watch this. Oh. We <laughs> see, uh, but you know, you, and then this is where I found out where I was. And you're going to see I quickly turn around from here once I uh, stop drinking my drink on the on the channel there. I'm like in reading the, the Twitch stream. Is that a cave? That's a cave. Yeah, it's a cave. And then I came around. Stupid caves. Uh-huh. Watch this. Watch this. Then all of a sudden I, I was like, okay, what's this place? And then, oh, no. and then I started going down. And I saw that, yep. and I knew what that was. Mm -hmm. What and is I, it? What was it? That's, that's that the, headless enemy yeah. that and we I were talking like, about. I was like, I am getting out of Dodge. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. This thing, the thing was just creepy. That's that's part of that's half the battle is just being completely horrified by these. They have great. Enemies. They have great art design for they their do. enemies, especially the bosses are. They're usually always memorable. But yeah, like it. It's driven me to keep going and get stronger. It feels like it, it's always rewarding. It's about time something did. I mean, yeah. This, I mean, NBA 2K just isn't a challenge anymore, man. Chris Love dominates. Chris Love every- is the jam. Yeah. Well, it made me almost want to trade in every console I own and and just and burn them. Um, start sewing. <laughs> Weekly <laughs> sewing it, chat. It, it made me question why I do this. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> why did? And, and oh, and it didn't help that I um. I bought a new Xbox controller as well. Uh, I had given Ooh. I had given my prior two wireless controllers to my brother, and he destroys them playing Fortnite. And uh, at one point, I, I can see why now after <laughs> watching his videos. I had bought him a wired Xbox controller, which he didn't like. Which subsequently is how he got two instead of one of my wired ones. Well, anyway, that's the one I've been stuck with, and I was like, you know what? It's time for a it's time for you boy to have a real Xbox controller. For the life of me, could not get the thing to connect. It was doing a thing to where, even though I I was syncing the controller with my Xbox console, when it synced, it was turning his Xbox on, even though his Xbox was off. Mm. <laughs> so I was moving his screens in his room when I was trying to literally just sync to my Xbox in my room. It was a mess. Yeah, <laughs> but it uh, I watched some YouTube videos and that got fixed, and I was all like, I'm fixing to go be a, you know, awesome Shinobi guy. And then it was like, and nope, then, nope. And you look like a shinobi guy who's never held a sword in his life. <laughs> yeah, so we are. I, I yeah, think we're, we're going a little long here. Um, yeah. But uh, Richard Wise, uh, Sean, I even dare to ask what you're. No, Richard. man, I'll give it an eight, dude. It, it, it's a solid game uh, for the right person. You're gonna love it. You happen to be one of those right people, and I, I understand what it is. Um, I'm not gonna take a complete crap on it, but it. Uh, the challenge is the the challenge and the uh, like John says the smack to my gaming ego is making me respect it maybe giving it a little bit more than I truly feel but I'll give it an eight for now and and we'll see I don't know how long I right. own the game and I don't know how long I'll play the game but um yeah like like John said you think about it you want to go back it that 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 means something that's an intangible that not a lot of games it's do. like. It's kind of like MLB The Show to me a little bit. Like, what? I don't think, <laughs> like in the realm of sports games, I don't think that game is for everyone, right? Yeah. Like, but if you really love hardcore simulation baseball, right, you want that true experience of learning how to do something right. Yeah. Those who actually do play that game and love playing it on its base difficulties and all that, like, they they all say it's one of the best sports yeah. games you'll ever play. Indeed. So I can definitely respect that. Like, it's not for everyone. Yeah, uh, and I would warn people that, but you know, uh, hey, I did it for the show, guys. There you go for the show. For the show, John. Would you? Uh, would you offer Richard? He's thinking hard. Did I set the bar too high, John? Mm-mm. And did I set it just right, <laughs> or too low? I mean, this is preliminary. Yeah, okay. but uh, that's, yeah, for sure. I guess it's a nine. Ooh, I guess. I don't okay. really have much to say about why it's a nine. <laughs> you, just, you just feel like that's right. You respect right? what it does when you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. The world's, I love the world. Mm. Um, I love monkeys. the monkeys. I, I love the idea of that world. I hate that from software, from software made this game in that world. I do wish I had more of a link style character with link, um, bosses in that world that I could handle a little better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, when I when they first announced this game, I thought <laughs> when they first announced this game, I thought they were stepping away from the intense difficulty type game that they're known for because I see this game, I see Ninja Gaiden. I mean, even from the even even from the beginning of the game yeah, of Ninja fair. Gaiden Sigma, or if you're that person, Ninja Gaiden Black from the Xbox days. You have that boss fight at the end of the first level, and you are destined to lose it. Yeah, yeah. you know it's it's that same concept. So I thought this was going to be more approachable, but it's not. You, you were wrong. I I, mean, I, I do want to see eventually when Ghost comes out how different they are, even though they're kind of cut from the yeah, same yeah. cloth. From not not necessarily the difficulty, but this the Shinobi esque, yeah, samurai style, samurai style. You know what I mean? It's weird. Um, the best thing I can compare this to right now would be Neo, which came out oh, a couple of years. And actually, I think that's a harder game. Neo is harder? Yeah, because there's like, <laughs> combat-wise, like there's all these stances you have to learn and you right. have to understand how they work as opposed to like in how to read your enemy's stance. And that is, that requires a lot of work. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of button presses in that game. You but know, um, It's your turn. Yeah, I have to say, you know, I enjoy the Dark Souls games, and I enjoy Bloodborne not as much, but I like Dark Souls more. Uh, but the one thing that I don't enjoy about those as much is the RPG is so obtuse. Like you, unless you're just going online and reading, like here's how to build a good character. There is so much freaking trial and error in those to figure out like what it is that you personally need to make your character work. And it's nice for them to finally make a game where yes, it's still the same difficulty. Uh, but like, you know, as far as leveling up your core abilities in this game, that just naturally happens by playing the game. And then it's just picking the certain little tendencies of attacks you want to have and, and advantages. Like there's not too many things like outside the Makiri counter, I'd say there's not like too many essential, you must have this ability. So it's nice for them to make something. I think that while yes, like as John and Sean have kind of demonstrated, like might not be easily approachable you're going to have to do some work and learn how the game works. But from an actual layout of how the game is uh, in terms of building your character, I think it's probably the most approachable one they've done to date. I've also really enjoyed, again, like their story, I think is probably, I think this is their most realized story from what I've gotten. And it's interesting. I don't think it's the most emotional thing ever, but the thing that sets this game apart is what makes all the from software games. Great. In their own right, and that's the enemies are all distinct uh, and memorable, and they are you really do get the sense of accomplishment that few games will ever give you uh, in this day and age. And because of that, I'd say right now I'm sitting already at nine point five, and I you know I don't want to ever give something a ten until I really beat it. Uh, but I will not be surprised at all if this is a ten when I'm done. Uh, and I definitely think it's probably the first thing that I would be very surprised at the end of the year. It's not in my top five games that I played. I've really enjoyed this one. Wipe your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, good. I'm choking. Uh, you guys want to do some news? Please. Yeah. Right? Hot <laughs> off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents... The news. And oh, news. news. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I need you to say it like that, I, like <laughs> off air, like you did. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard you say. You'll um, never know. Oh, that's good stuff, man. After after I give it a nine, I we go off air and I start trashing this game. <laughs> right. This is a six. This, this game, game is a six. Oh F this goodness. game. 
That's so. F- no, not even that. Do you know how many times though this game was a six playing it? I'm, I'm sure, like, dude. Yeah, it's it will f that you. bull. <laughs> Have you done the lady barfly yet? Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, she she was one that really. I can't even get past the mini bosses to fight her. Oh my god, uh, he's fun. This game. Uh, <laughs> All right, what's so the first word of that? Because you news. Kn- yeah, you didn't say that. Uh, from the borderlands. Yeah. At PAX East, that's up there in the northeastern part of the United States of America. Had a coworker who went. Uh, Randy Pitchford. <laughs> See, I said his whole name like that. Mm-hmm. And Paul Sagi. Sage announced and confirmed Borderlands 3 is in development. The announcement came with a teaser trailer confirming characters, powers, and locations from the sequel. More information should be coming at the time that this show drops. However, there is a rumor that Borderlands 3 will release on September 13th, 2019. Ooh. That's pretty close. In addition to this news, a remaster of the original Borderlands was announced. And you may have it in your sweaty little palms by the time you hear this news. Yeah, it's like out digitally tomorrow, Whoa! isn't it? Probably today. Maybe, yeah. I bet it's today. Uh, did you guys happen to see the the press conference for this? No. I did not. I heard there was no. a lot of disasters. It was, you have to admire Randy Pitchford's ability. Mm-hmm. And I've never really seen him mm-hmm. do the long game on a stage before. I, I don't really know that much about him other than a lot of people hate him. But um, I was impressed with his ability to keep the audience engaged through yeah. all these technical difficulties. And Fans you can imagine them. you can imagine that he probably chewed somebody up one side down the other after it. Mm-hmm. But I'm almost convinced he didn't because he made it. He t- some people have this rare talent where they're not necessarily dependent on the technology to push them forward. They are the presentation. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I was totally impressed. The crowd, which I'm sure was mostly fans other than press, for was sure. hype. Yeah. I've never seen people more hype for a game well, you're at PAX, than, man. Bo- than Borderlands 3. Yeah. Dude, Borderlands, insane. I believe it was Chris who got me on it, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. And it, it's fun, man. Yeah. It's yeah. a... It's a Fun little game. A lot of these like looter shooters online and all that. You're just like, why don't you just do it like Borderlands? Like it's perfect. Yeah, like you're like, they made the perfect looter shooter game. I don't understand why you guys can't copy that formula. You know, uh, in some regards. But yeah, yeah. I think with the the September 13th. I mean, it's pretty much kind of an unofficial confirmation because basically someone accidentally posted it to the. To the Borderlands Twitter mm-hmm. uh, with the the screenshot of the release date, and it makes sense. That's they they <laughs> released. Uh, it makes it makes sense. It makes sense. It, like that, that's about when they release the other ones is September. I mean, that's when, when you should release it. Well, yeah, well, not only that is you know you you you, you don't want to take something, you know, while it obviously has its fans, you don't know for sure if gamers in general have moved on from this type of game, mm-hmm. and you know. Maybe they're keenly aware of that, and they've made this Borderlands Three something more catered to what we want now. But um, I will tell you the um, all the different areas you can go to—that's cool. The game released today, the original Borderlands with all the DLC. Mm-hmm. Great DLC in that game too. Yeah, DLC is important to games, I think, John. Yeah. But um, you got to buy this one. Yes. If you want to buy DLC for We Happy Few. Oh. Gearbox. Oh. Well. Has announced the release date for the first DLC pack for We Happy Few, entitled They Came. 
Say from below. And then I, then I'd say, yeah, they did. The, fir- the first piece. Yeah. Love a good piece. The first <laughs> piece will be available for download on April 4th, which mm. is the day you're hearing this podcast, hopefully, uh, and costs $7.99 individually or be purchased in the season pass for $19.99. This is the first of, did I get that wrong? I yeah. did, didn't I? Yeah, sorry. That's Thursday. That's tomorrow. Yeah. It's fine. I just look at my yeah, watch weirdly after you say up. things all the time. I screwed up, man. I screwed up. <laughs> This Terrible. is the first of three additional stories for the game that casts Roger, a character in the original content, as he partners with James as they attempt to survive a robot uprising. And if you did not hear this yet, We Happy oh. Few is free to play on Xbox Game Pass. Yes, I didn't know that. This, I just don't. Re- I remember you being hyped for We Happy Few. I was. Few. And then did I you did. ever play it? Mm-mm. But it's free now, so I get to. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's free now. It got trashed. It really did not. But that doesn't matter for you. Yeah. It doesn't matter for me. But <laughs> there was a sequence of events where I kept talking about and buying games that were mm-hmm. industry-wise not well thought of. And I just wanted to just, I didn't want to spend my money mm-hmm. right now. I, I just, you. it wasn't because I was, I was invested <laughs> in the scores. I just, it just, I just, it you wasn't just the right invested in the stores. Well, I mean, okay. sometimes keeping your money is uh, it's vital to your your finances. Plus, it yeah, like it came out in August, right? What was he doing? Yeah, I, think, I don't know. You know so, what was he doing? I don't remember. I want to say it was in August. Sean's trying to pivot. Yeah, oh, I, I was I was pivoting. <laughs> Speaking so, of vital, it was so. It, I was going to say it. Money's vital to your finances, as E three is vital for CD Projekt Red, Chris. That's what I was going to do, and you started Whoa. talking about August. See what you did. That's a conversational oh, podcast. No, it's, it's fine. <laughs> hate you so much. CD Projekt Red is calling E3 2019 its most important one ever. According to CEO Adam Kaczynski, did I say that right, Chris? Sure. Last year's E3... Kikiansky. Kikiansky. Last year's E3 has been the most important one so far throughout the whole CD Projekt history. But this year's is going to be the most important one ever for us. We've really prepared a strong show. The studio is expanding with more space. Kaczynski indicated that more hiring is intended for that space, but did not indicate whether that space would be used for further development of cyberpunk or another project. Witcher. (laughs) You wish. (laughs) and The show does not wish. Regarding that new project, it's too early to go into details just now. Dot, dot, dot. We are doing a lot of things. We don't communicate. And I'm not saying another cyberpunk project project cyberpunk product is or is not being developed it's just that there are a few things we're not discussing just yet because the time is not right yeah they keep their uh their cards close to the the old chest plate yeah it'll be interesting to see like the most they usually ever do for one of the main stages is a trailer right you know they don't really do big gameplay demo demos so you almost like wonder i mean Microsoft's got things that they've got coming this fall, but still, if CD Projekt Red wants to put this game again and, like, say, here's gameplay of, like, the finished product and all that, like, how it's going to actually look once we release this thing, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty big. What about... That was nice. Uh Uh-huh, right? Um, (laughs) You said that uh, your boy Geralt's story is over with, right? Yeah, like where they're going, but they could always tell tell stuff before the events of prequels. Yeah, okay, cool. He's got a lot of history. Cool. 
That'd be a breath of fresh air. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of breath, (laughs) speaking of breath, Breath of the Wild co-dev, that's co-developer, is hiring. Monolith Soft, Monolith Soft, (laughs) creator of Xenoblade, is hiring for a new Zelda project. On a Zelda-themed recruitment page, Monolith says it's looking for technical artists, programmers, planners, designers, and project managers. No hint has been given as to the specific scope of the Zelda product, but the ad is asking for staff who can help, quote, create new surprises and emotions, end quote. Monolith has contributed to both Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild in the past. I still need to go play mm-hmm. Skyward Sword, huh? I would hope that this, yes, you yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Maybe it'll come to uh, old Switch. I would hope that this was a direct sequel to Breath of the Wild. Hmm. Or at least an expansion. Hmm. Possible. So, something that uh, brings... Um, what's the other secondary villain in the Zelda franchise? Ganon? No. Ganondorf? <laughs> Ganondorf and stuff? I'm embarrassed. He was featured in Four Swords. Oh! Um, oh Minish um, Cap. Uh, yep. Why would you do that to me? That guy. That guy. Oh, man. What's his name? Craig yep. and them. Oh my god, I hate Craig, John Craig so and them. It would just be it would be cool to Bob. go back to that. No, um, it, he's he's like <laughs> Should we Google it? We we need to know. I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna make my brain think about it. That's while right. I, like, do you think about it while I make the news thing pivot? Why don't you make an announcement? <laughs> that was like Sega. weird. Announcements. Sega has announced four new games based on the Olympic and Paralympic Games Tokyo twenty twenty. The first title will be Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, the official video game, which will be released in Japan and Asia for PS4 and Nintendo Switch and worldwide in 2020. This is a fun-filled sports action game where you can create your own avatar and compete in Olympic game events with people around the world. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 will then hit the Nintendo Switch during winter 2019. It seems to be similar from previous iterations with a collection of mini games centered on certain sports. Finally, Sonic at the Olympic Games will release on iOS and Android in 2020. This is a more casual title with touch controls and social features. In addition, Sega <laughs> has announced the Sega Genesis Mini release date. As Sega! Se- That's actually what that would be. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. Um, the Sega Genesis Mini release date as September 19th, 2019. Ooh. That's right around Borderlands time, huh? All right. The system will contain 40 classic games, including Sonic the Hedgehog for the 97th time. How do you say this? Echo or Echo? Echo. I say Echo. Echo the Dolphin. Echo the Dolphin. And Castlevania Bloodlines. Mm. The price will be $79.99 US dollars. The console will be 55% the size of the original machine launched back when I was a wee little tot. Most importantly, in 1989. Most mm-hmm. importantly, Altered Beast will be on the console. That game. That they game better have Streets of Rage yeah. too on there because that game is a jam. It's yeah, okay. Right. I love that game. But uh, Final yeah, Fight. I, I love Final Fight. Yes. Echo yes. was a jam. Sonic game? Two. Sonic was okay, but Sonic Two was the one that was really a jam. Out I'm of sure those. it's gonna there'd be, be there'd be no Sonic Two without Sonic, Chris. <laughs> this is true. Oh, and uh, I, it's I'm sure they'll Vati. all be on there. Vati. Mm. That's the villain of the Minish Cap, Vati. Ah. Yes. Or Vati, whatever you want to say. Right. I looked it up. You did. <laughs> I did. Cheater. You did. I said I looked it up. 
Valve looked up something. Yeah, this is uh, this is this is good. This is Boo, the best Chris. news. Valve's new virtual reality. <gasps> Valve has announced that the Index VR headset, which has got to be the most boring name I've ever heard, will be revealed with full details. Will we reveal? <laughs> <laughs> Read it like you typed it, John. I, I will. Do we'll, it for me. Will be revealed with full details. Will be revealed. <laughs> <laughs> On May 1st, the product was accidentally leaked. The product was accidentally leaked on Steam Store product page, product page. (laughs) This accidental announcement and news bit referred to a June 15th release date. However, Valve clarified that the release date has not yet been confirmed. Alongside the headset, Valve will release index controllers, which have been referred to as, quote, knuckles uh, controllers. (laughs) Sonic and knuckles? During development and testing. So they probably just rest on your knuckles and you're doing these little things. Yeah, kind of like how the... Um, that makes too much sense. Kind of like... Uh, kind of like uh, the Oculus ones. Does kinda Valve like, have a VR set already? Kind of like or Ring... Was that, no, uh, kind of like Ring Pops. Oculus? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's another competitor. Oh, um, Vive? There you go. That's what... That's I, HTC. HTC. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't yeah, know you, why they aren't calling this uh, just Steam VR. Like... It just makes more sense to me. They should call it the steamer. (laughs) Cleveland? Mm. Exactly. (laughs) Firehouse. Very good. Steamer. We better hurry up. Um, Blackout free for April. Read fast. (laughs) Because April is the greatest month of the year. Treyarch has announced that the last man standing battle royale portion of Call of Duty will be free to play for everyone from April 2nd through the 30th. All you will need, if playing on consoles, is an active subscription to PSN or Xbox Live. Just download Black Ops 4 and the Blackout mode will be freely available. This announcement follows the reveal of a brand new map for Blackout called Alcatraz. And you can see why they can you can see why they made it April 2. Mm-hmm. Because if they did it on April 1st, everybody would have said, no. It's yeah, a joke, <laughs> Two things. Okay. I feel like they're probably doing this because, one, the new <laughs> Fortnite season launched. And then, of course, you hey. know, they got the ad competition from uh, from Apex. Hey, will you quit um, making sense of all these things, dude? It makes sense. I did it. <laughs> I didn't say that, though. It's not surprising. He, are you yeah. trying not to say it makes sense on purpose? I'm, I'm just saying words. <laughs> Just like Bethesda did. Ah, Bethesda news. Here's the latest, guys. Bethesda has confirmed that it... it, uh, Boo. I can't write. (laughs) I should just hang it up. Bethesda has confirmed that it will not be discussing or revealing any new details on the Elder Scrolls VI or Starfield at E3 2019. Of course not. Thanks, Todd. At Mm. PAX, Todd Howard tempered expectations from fans hoping for more details on the projects. Quote, before anyone asks, please be patient. It's going to be a long time. It's not something we're going to be talking about at E3, either of those games this year. Patience, please, because we screwed up last time. Wait. Mm-hmm. I, might, I might have ad-libbed. You ad-libbed, yeah. John. Good news, however. The Elder Scrolls Blades officially entered early access. Yeah, it is. This title is not under NDA. If you receive the invite to play, all progress will be carried over into the final game. I have it downloaded. Ooh. And I'm interested in seeing how... I, I'm, I'm not... It, uh, you know, this makes no surprise that uh, this is no surprise that he is not going to talk about those games. Todd Howard. Speaking, Why is it no surprise? Oh, because he went to E3 last year and talked about his 
you know, his new game last year. He's not going to come back and talk. To oh, he about probably those. gave everybody the riot act last year. Yeah, he's Speaking he's like, of, uh, I'm waiting until he will not. First off, you ain't going to see anything on Elder Scrolls Six until Starfield's coming out. And even then, if anything, you get like another little blurb, right? Starfield, the game no one wants. Oh, people want it. That's not true. Yeah, I will play I, that. I think I want it. That teaser. I mean, I have no idea what that game you is about. You wanted just as much as you wanted No Man's Sky. Got Ooh. it. Fair point. I you really don't even know what it is, game. though, right now. Yeah. No one knows exactly. what it is. Exactly. Yeah. But I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and see, sure. uh, see what happens. But We'll imagine guess, it in our dreams. My guess, we won't see him again until the next console generation. Probably. Yeah. You know what you will see soon? Is this it? Yeah, this is you. Oh, wait. No, oh, okay. that's not it. You'll, you'll see dreams if you go to sleep, right, sometimes? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> dreams Early Access. Dreams Early Access release date is right around the corner with a launch of April 16th. Remember, the cost will be $29.99. The tool will arrive as a Creator Early Access version containing a suite of creation tools and tutorials <laughs> for using them. Should I say suit instead of sweet? Sweet. Sweet. Okay. Sweet. This version will not include the planned story campaign. Oh, cool. What in the H is Dreams Early Access? What does that mean? Dreams is the name of the game. Oh, and Or it's the development tool, whatever this thing I, is. It's I, not I really. Do I remember what yeah. this is? Um, this is the folks who did... Um, Little Big Planet? Yeah. So, oh, like back in, Rue. Yeah, like where Little Big Planet <laughs> had its campaign and also had all those creator tools, like, and yeah. people made, like, a pinball game and yeah. all this other crazy stuff. Yeah. So this is supposed to expand on that greatly. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. I don't know how it will end up, but hopefully there are wiser minds than us who will go into these tools and, like, they'll come back and be like, I made this humongous game and it's amazing. Hopefully it's a hey. long-term investment for them. Makes sense. Makes sense. You know what also makes sense? Gwent for smartphones. For sure. That does make sense. Does. I'm actually surprised this wasn't already a thing. <laughs> Gwent the Witcher card game is coming to iPhones later this year with Android to follow at a later date. We've been preparing long and hard yeah, to adapt hard. Gwent to smartphones. Beautiful visuals aside, we've tailored much of our technology, including GOG Galaxy, which powers Gwent's multiplayer to support mobile devices. <laughs> I think our vision for bringing Gwent to smartphones combines the best we have to offer both in terms of graphics and gameplay. I can't wait to share more details on the subject with you later this year. End quote. Why is Hearthstone not on mobile devices? It is a mobile game. Is it? Hearthstone is? Yes. And you know this. I'm going to run through the window now. Yeah. You know this. Is it? Yes, you know this. Hearthstone's mobile? You're having a moment. Am I? You're having a stroke. Because I'm really... is like everywhere. Hearthstone's everywhere? Yeah. One time I had the to, vein in your forehead is pulsing. I think you're I'm nervous. <laughs> it's nice knowing you. Can I have your DJ stuff. I, Thanks. I, sure. I'd rather I'd rather play Hearthstone on mobile than Gwent because Gwent sucks. But you haven't played it. I, I did that just to elicit reaction from Chris, and he didn't do anything. So now I feel bad. I don't know that Gwent, he played Gwent in the game. He I did. I I did not play much Gwent in that game. No. But you see how he said much Gwent? That means he played Gwent. I tried it out. Yeah, and I was like. And then I looked it up. I'm like, is this really that vital? And it's like, no. And I was like, I'm going to go kill things then. (laughs) But uh, I I mean, if it's a good card game, it's a good card game, right? Yeah. And so maybe I'll give it a shot when it comes to Let's play Uno. Uno rules. Uno. (laughs) Uno! Final Fantasy 15 studio starting. Speaking of finally. Boo. Boo. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Is this finally? Yeah, this is finally. Oh. Which is why I say 
finally fantasy this week. <laughs> final, <laughs> finally this week. <sighs> final fantasy. What was 50. that? Like a <laughs> nothing left in the tank shot. <laughs> that was that was three tugs of the Richard later. Final fifteen <laughs> studio starting new game. Luminous Productions. That's an amazing name, by the way. Luminous. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't either. Do you want me to say Luminous? No, it's Luminous. Okay. You're good. You're... <laughs> I love it. Luminous. I, whatever, John. <laughs> the studio that brought you Final Fantasy 15, Chris's bro game, is working on a new fun game. AAA game. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Triple A, guys. According to Final Fantasy 15 DLC creator Takeshi Tirada. That's, That's right. Take she Tirada. No, it's not. It says take and she. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Because it does. <laughs> the studio's next title will be set in a brand new Sing it, John. Brand new world. A brand new world. Yeah. That's nice. Shut it down. And then the reason and is the reason Luminous Productions was established. Quote, I cannot talk about the details, but like Final Fantasy XV, I will create a game based on a new world drawn with high quality, high end. Please be assured that the next project is already in motion. End quote. I will create. <laughs> Rest assured. Crazy? I will create. High quality, high end. I hope it's good. It'll probably it's come out like, uh, knowing him, it will come out in about 2035. So. Yeah, they, uh, they like That's to. about their timeline. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. And it won't be, if it comes out as Final Fantasy 16, it'll be Final Fantasy 19X triple played it. <laughs> something because it took that many revisions to make it work. That's a good point. Yeah. A good news segment, guys, huh? Yeah, right? It was I kind mean, of we straight to the point this week. We didn't drop no Google Stadia. No. Stadia. Your face. Stacadia. Say it, like, say it wrong again. Stacadia. I will end you. Is it basically like me saying SNES? Mm. Twice it. That's twice I've said it on air, John. Don't ever say twice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You guys want to wrap this up? Never. If you want to write in your thoughts uh, and opinions, guys, what? I don't hear you. You hear me? I hear no, you. I, I don't. I don't hear you. Oh, you kind of unplugged yourself, huh? Yeah. I well, just put it back this, in. This is when you break everything. Sean, put it back plug- in. Yep, put, it, put it back in. It's in. It's okay. in. It's base deep. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to write in your thoughts and opinions, you base can do deep. so by writing us at weeklygameschat at gmail That's weeklygameschat at gmail Just like. A many did. That's what it says, right? I don't know if it's supposed to be a Manny. Uh, but anyways, he says, hi, everyone. I think it's a Monty. Eh, I don't know. I'm going to go with a Monty. We'll just call him G. What up, G? Uh, hi, everyone. Hey. Still waiting for that. John, you say John, hi. you say hey to the guy. Why, What's up, man? Stop reading ahead, John. Yeah. John, <laughs> let's... It is very cool that you guys take the time to read from the listeners. I've been listening for a little over two months now, and you guys have become my favorite podcast. Thanks, buddy. As someone who is very busy doing schoolwork, sophomore in high school, uh, finding time to play games is hard. Every night after finishing a pile of homework, it's always a relief to know that I will get to sit down and listen to you guys 
your guys' great conversations about the gaming world and some sports, which I don't mind. I myself am a football lad, soccer. aka soccer, yes. but I enjoy your conversations about other sports too. Overall, thank you for doing a great podcast. My question is about Star Wars games and someone who put most of my hours in Star Wars games, even EA games, sadly. I was very excited to hear that Lucasfilms is expanding its game division. Knowing that there will probably be an increase in Star Wars games, what sequel or original game would you like them to make? Also, when it comes to you guys hating anime, I understand that most anime fans go too far, but some anime is very good. I'm not a major fan as I've only watched a few of them. If you asked me a few years ago about anime, I would have said it's disgusting and everyone who likes it are furries. Uh, Nothing against them. Uh, But after watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, everything changed. Holy frick, guys. Anime can be really good. Uh, I'm not going to tell you to watch Dragon Ball Z or Naruto Shippuden. Both decent shows, but if you guys ever get a chance, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is amazing, and it's on Netflix. Uh, sorry for the long email. Keep up the great work. Email from mail long. on Windows 10. I will say that I, I too, started watching uh, One Punch Man. That's my first anime. People love that one. That one's really um, B.A. Mm-hmm. Um, this may be a good time to tell you guys I started officially watching Rick and Morty, too. Ooh, where you at? Uh, episode 3, Season 1. Nice. Yeah. Is that the one with the dog? Yeah, is that, yeah that you're one. watching it on Hulu? I'm watching it on my Blu-rays. Ah, because I own them, John. I'm sorry, Sean. They're I should have known better. I have a Blu-ray player. I'm an a-hole. <laughs> we now know this. <laughs> what are you? What are you written in um, red box? Getting back to look, I ain't got nothing against anime. Um, I it's, do. It's not something that I John, can frick anime, anime. One Punch Man. But you've watched an anime, John. And you liked it a lot. The Avatar punch. does not count. No. Castlevania was yeah, an anime. Yeah. Oh, please. It, it was. It was. Yeah. It's made by Japanese anime. John, it was an anime. Your, your face is an anime. Thank you. We all know this. Thank some you. of them I enjoy. Some of them are kind of predictable. But I definitely understand why a lot of people like them. And, and as you say, like Dragon Ball Z will always have a special place in my heart. Um, as far as what you said about Star Wars, I mean, I would love... To just see an original story uh, that is not tied to the movies, you know, kind of the way Knights of the Old Republic was. If they want to make another Knights of the Old Republic game, that's cool. But I, again, I would, I don't want it tied to the first two ones with Revan and all that kind of stuff. I would just say go do your own thing because I think, like with Star Wars, it works best when you don't have to worry about the House of Mouse or or Lucas Arts or whoever coming over and going i don't like that i don't like that because it's messing like it you think of it like spider-man right <laughs> spider-man i think worked as a game because pretty much marvel said to insomniac here's this title we trust you go off and make your own thing and and let it be what it is you know even it's not canon one of the most played star wars games that i ever did play mm-hmm. um aside from the super nintendo title star wars games that came out was the phantom menace uh, PlayStation oh, or Pod Racer one? No, no, not the. No, it was the Phantom Menace video game based on the movie. I don't so know, you were running around, that. and uh, I loved that game. I love. I secretly like that movie too. But um, something like that would be really cool. Like if they went back and and redid uh, Star Wars games that were based on the movies, or maybe even redid the the Super Nintendo games and released them like on a still like on a sixteen bit. Ooh. Like way, but made them, I don't know, cool again. I don't know. 
John, you got any suggestions or hopes? John hates Star Wars. Mm. <laughs> he wants one all about. Snow. I want I, I don't. I don't want a sequel necessarily. Anything. I just, just like a movie. I think. Um, I think we should do a solo Darth Vader game quick. Hmm. I think it's time. Oh, or I think you just walk I, around killing little kids. Well, no, you oh, can. A lot of stuff. You, you can. You can. You can weigh the dynamic of vague choices in, in a game like that where it, it could be the beginning of when he first becomes Darth Vader and he's still being sort of pulled back and forth. Mm. You can make something really interesting that way. Um, plus, get James Earl Jones while you can. Mm-hmm. So, What does that mean? He's getting up there. He's like 90. I don't want to live in a world where he's gone, but, you know. He's about to go out to his <laughs> cornfield with but, uh, but old Ray know. and Simba. Thanks, thanks John. He's going to go out there. Baseball, Ray. And, and that's what he's going to do. Watch that Baseball. movie last week. Uh, next up, we got Garrett. He says, hey, Garrett. hey, guys. What's up, man? Hey, Garrett. Big fan of the show. I always look forward to hearing your podcast each week. Brings my we- or It brings my week a little higher to the top of the notch board. Yeah. Uh, congrats on almost getting to that 200 episode mark as well. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Uh, here's a question for you guys. If you could take one gaming system and three games on that system with you to heaven, or whatever afterlife you believe in, if any, what would they be? Choose wisely, my friend. Um, I would just, man, that's that's a hard question. No, it's not. I'll go with. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I will go with. Um, I will go with uh, PlayStation. <laughs> you keep doing it, John. Uh, I gotta put it back in. I'll go with PlayStation. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. I'm putting it back in, John. Oh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I'll go with PlayStation 2, and I'll take with me um, GTA Vice City, GTA San Andreas, and uh, actually, no, wait, screw that. Uh, I'll go with Xbox 360, and I will take the Mass Effect trilogy. <laughs> Uh, in its complete collector's edition that came out towards the end of it, uh, I will take with me. Uh, <laughs> then it gets hard, right? Uh, I will take with me Gears of War 3, and I will take with me Halo 3. I will take those three things with me. I'm taking my trusty Super Nintendo with Super Mario World, Ooh. Zelda, A Link to the Past, and just because I need to finally play it, Super Metroid. There you oh go. My God. Oh no no no! Wait, screw Halo Three. I'll take GTA Five with me because it was on 360. Ah, forgot about that. Now I get my uh, and screw Gears. I'm gonna take Red Dead. <laughs> I don't know why my mind went blank on there. What about you, John? Well, I have faith. That I won't need any such contraptions in, in the presence of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> but in case that doesn't happen, um, definitely the Super NES uh, with, I believe, definitely a link to the past. Definitely Super Metroid, the greatest game ever made. I don't know about Super Mario World. I do know about <laughs> Super Mario All Stars. Ooh, yeah, I was I was thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. maybe Castlevania Four. You can only take three, John. Maybe Punch Out. Maybe Super Golden Ghosts. Mm-hmm. That's a fun game. Man. I need a minute. It's the best system ever. I'm it telling is. telling you. Hands down. Not even close. Mm. Uh, next up, Mozzie writes in from Australia. 
He says, good day, boys. Good day. What's up, Maz? Uh, I'm not much of a writer, <laughs> but I thought I'd give it a stab. I was wondering what your opinions on the Borderlands franchise are. Personally, I love the original, fell in love with Borderlands 2, and the pre-sequel was like a piece on the side. Nice. <laughs> Some of the greatest That's gaming like memories I have are, are playing the Borderlands 2 split screen with my beautiful wife. Yo, wife. Uh, with Borderlands 3 on the verge of announcing, what are your hype levels? How into it are slash were you? Well, Side note. Girthy and, and base deep. Yeah, right? What? Mm, Thick what and... You know, long. Uh, side note: I would really like to see what you guys look like. The disconnect, uh, disconnect voices things it does to my head. As people have said, I'm Tom Segura, and I think that got verified on the uh, Twitch stream last night. Right? Someone said, "Oh my god." You literally do look like him. Uh, second side note, I just came back from the redneck road trip, trekking around the southern states in a minivan with the wife and the kids. <laughs> I love the South. Would happily live in Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, or Carolinas. I could see that for anyone who lives in Australia. That's an awesome uh, yeah. road trip if you right? come from – because if you think about it, Australia, the weather's already hot. You know, you're down there in Australia, and it's hot and muggy and everything. Yeah. So you come here, and it's it does not muggy desert. It doesn't feel too different, I don't think, unless our muggy levels. They're probably hotter temperature-wise, I would think, in probably. some parts. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, third yeah. side note, I think I have an amazing idea for a game. I don't want to learn how to code. Where do I go? Ideally, this would be a Borderlands-themed game, but I expect Randy is busy for the <laughs> ge- likes of me. I uh, love your work. What you do is you write it to us, and we will steal it. I mean, borrow it. I mean, sell it to someone and, and we will, uh, um, we'll send you a $20 check. We'll probably soprano you. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go for a boat ride. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, 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 re- I think I have a couple of pictures that were professionally, we're going to say professionally shot of us three back in the day. <laughs> um, if I get Chris's approval or John's approval, I may put that on our Twitter so you guys can see what we look like. Even though One of those might be back. the episode cover for 200 if I still oh, have it. Somewhere. Okay. Yeah. If not, I think I can get it to you. Okay. Um, and I, you took off the email, so that's all I got there, uh, Mozzie. And uh, thank you for the writing. But yeah, Borderlands. Uh, I think John. I would say Sean and I are definitely hyped. Maybe John will give it a go this time because I know he likes them them loot games. Yeah, he played cool. the that'd Diablos. Good, that'd be a good Monday night game. That would be that would be the perfect Ooh. Monday night game. Yeah. Uh, next up, Ever writes in. <laughs> Old Ever writes What's in. Up, and says, hey guys, been a while. Been a while. Had a quick question about Division Two. I played the first Division solo up to a certain point. I think I got to level sixteen when the max was twenty. Uh, Max was 30 in that game. Yeah, uh, there got a point in the game where the random enemies patrolling New York were too tough to casually solo in the game. Didn't feel like partnering up to finish the story, so I just stopped playing. The Division instead went back to Destiny. Same here. I played the open demo of Division 2 and didn't, and didn't do much to me then. All this positive buzz has got me reconsidering purchasing the game. During the open demo, I did notice the enemies were a bit tough, but that was also because the crappy weapons the game gave up or gave out at the beginning of the game. Once the better guns dropped, blues and purples, I unlocked the ability to get uh, attached good mods to my weapons. The game did seem a little bit more fun to play. In your opinion, can the Division 2 be played casually solo, or will I run into too many hard encounters for this? Keep up the great work, and until next time, peace. Peace out to you, sir. Uh, uh, I wouldn't. John's gonna say yeah because John has played the division two a lot solo. Yeah. Um, Chris has m- mainly played with other people, and I've mainly played with Chris and John. So, I'll I'll say <laughs> if you get the right setup, and as you said, like you get those higher guns, and you just 
you don't have like you have the patience to sit behind cover and, and kind of take your time and you're good at uh, at keeping you know tabs on your six at all times you you could in theory do it but i think it's probably a game that first and foremost is designed to be played with friends possibly um yeah. you can also check out um us three played the division two on monday nights on twitter yeah. as, as long as you embrace all the technology featured on your hud you'll be fine See, you just Chris, you just wa- is. just watch What's what it's telling you, particularly on your <laughs> GPS radar. The, the, what really broke the what really b- broke through for me on the game was watching was watching the indicators on the on the left top left corner. Mm-hmm. That just I don't get flanked anymore. I just yeah. don't. So except for last night, you got flanked then. Yeah, he did. And I was like, John, you're gonna die, and you're like, oh no, and then and then you died. And I was like, poor it's John. Not fair. We're talking about Solo. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. You don't care about when you're playing with other people. You're like, don't protect me. Wrong. <laughs> uh, next up, Sean apparently wrote a false spelling of Sean and wrote in. And he said, hey, guys, Sean here once again. Hey, Sean. You could just tell us this stuff personally. It's not, it's not me. Oh. Uh, you guys have talked about how games are becoming more and more on the digital side these days. And last week, you guys talked about what Google is in hopes of or hopes to achieve in the near future. But I just wanted to know if you guys ever played the Sega Sega channel back in the day. I looked back at it and realized it was our first glimpse of streaming service. My dad uh, loved that he didn't have to take me to Funko Land. Wow, there you go. Uh, Or EB Games every other weekend. Once again, thank you guys for the great podcast and game on. I don't know uh, anything I don't know what about this, what it is. So, Sega, Sega Channel is like kind of similar to that one dude wrote in where there's that one Zelda game that like most people haven't played that they had in Japan that was on the channel thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of the same thing. Like you would subscribe to this channel thing, and like you know you'd have a certain amount of time to go play certain games. Like it'd be like okay, from eight to nine, you you can play this Sega game. Um, I think you had to pay for the service in my I actually had to pay when you were using it too uh but you know it was definitely yeah like both nintendo and them they were definitely experimenting how can we get more games to you early on right and make mm. money off of you give that man his money uh let's look at the time here where are we at we'll do one more for this week and then uh or actually no wait we've only got two emails left so if they're not too long <laughs> dang it and of course it's too long uh hold on maybe we'll do this one yeah yeah there we go uh dano writes in and he says hello guys what's up dano hey hey. hope you're all well game on to all of you just a quick one (laughs) uh just a quick one any chance when you do your weekly reviews you can mention which plat uh platform you play the game on love your reviews and always had a hard time deciding which platform to buy on p.s are you in the fighting games and if so will you be picking up moral combat 11 and did you get Dead or Alive 6? Which platform would you recommend the game uh, or I get the former on? Uh, thanks again, guys, and game on. Uh, as far as game this on, week, sir. I believe if you're wondering for this week, I think both John and Sean got on Xbox. I got on PlayStation. I like from software games on the PlayStation controller. That's just me. Uh, and I think Division, we all got on PlayStation. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, for me, if it's an online game that I know I'm definitely going to want to play with people, I'll get it on PS4 because it just that's where everybody's going to play. But yeah. unless it's an exclusive to the console, um, I want my games to look the best. So I typically get them on 
Agreed. Xbox One X. Yeah, Seeker is like the first non-online yeah. game that I've got on PlayStation. But you had a specific reason for it. Yeah, yeah, and that's just because. And I'm I kind of, user. and I kind of, well, I haven't tried Sek- Sekiro on PS4. I can imagine that it is better. Yeah, I like much better. I like. I would suggest you just because that to me the the kind PlayStation myself the PlayStation Four controller has better shoulder buttons if you ask me, uh, whereas the Agreed. Xbox has better triggers. Yeah. So I mean, you can change the controls if you want. Uh, in the game but you know yeah. I just I prefer it that way but uh, I, I, we I would say I like fighting games but they're definitely not the center of my world now because really I think they were more something I personally was into like in college and high school because I'd have a lot of friends around or my early 20s you know all the time but now all my friends are old and they have wives and kids so they really can't come around to play which means that a lot of times if I want to play these games, I have to go online and play them. And the fighting world online is just smash. Bro- Jesus, yeah, did I do it I'm, again. Yeah, you did. Smash uh, bros, man. That's, that's, the you, one that's been get. the only one I've, yeah. Like I've been, that's the last fighting game I played. Dana was, was smash bros. And, uh, I, I, I may eventually pick up Mortal Kombat 11. I have no interest in dead or alive. I haven't played any of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, do I read this last one? No, let's save it. Okay, because it's yeah, it's really long. Yeah. Okay. It's a good one. We'll save it. And but he's you, got he's got the official name of the podcast. If you know what your name is, you might be able to figure out. Well, you probably could also figure out. <laughs> we'll save it for next week, though. Great title, though. Uh, Sean, yeah. people write us on Twitter. What they write us? Yeah. Well, the first one I liked. Uh, first of all, I gotta let you know, Chris, that when you're putting out our episode. It's just hashtag game on. Don't at game on because that's a whole nother thing. And then people were replying to it and it's just a mess. But um, last week you put that we were. Did you just tell me? Yeah, I did because you didn't you didn't do it right. Um, we were doing our Division 2 episode and uh, at Lavernius Tuck 2 uh, basically said, yeah, boys, uh, his Richard was good and ready. Um, he was fully prepared to make jokes about the game ripping off Fallout 3 which is his favorite of all time uh, due to it being in D.C. But after watching my boy Chris's stream yeah, on the Twitch, uh, he can't he can't get himself to diss the game, so that's what's up. There we and go. Yeah, every, for the next couple of Mondays, that's probably going to be the game we play together out there if you guys want to come listen and, Ooh. and see stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, S10 Draven Kelly also said the game is so good, it's got me hooked big time. I can't stop playing whenever he gets a chance. So there's that. Uh, let me scroll up. There was something else that I wanted to say that's pretty funny. Um, if I can find it. it was uh, Y'all can say something to help me out. My thumb only goes so fast. Or no, 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 no. Just no. let me. Just let me. Yeah. Drown. Now fine. you know how I feel. Drown. This is fantastic. <laughs> Expectations. Drown. Blub, blub, blub. Failure. Uh, where was it at? Hashtag letdown. Did I, did I, oh, hashtag uh, so game at on. Morty underscore McFly. Ooh, uh, I see what you did there. Driving through Columbus at weekly games chat, screaming your mom's box, getting a lot of looks. <laughs> so that's fantastic. Um, our good friend Hydraberg um, yeah. sent a picture to us on the Twitter, uh, saying that he had found a huge, huge alligator in the sewers in Division Two. Yeah, Shot I it. saw that. Nothing happened. Still cool, though. And game on. Game on to you, sir. Um, it is a swamp. At at Band in Namke. Bandai Namke, maybe. Okay. 
Um, I think they're, you know, we say Bandai Namco. Yeah. You have to play mm-hmm. on that. At Weekly Game Chat, what's good, you freaking Richard? It's me, Daniel from New York, the guy who forgets to download and listen to the show and just says hi every six months. Hi. Anyways, <laughs> miss you guys. I hate Dark Souls, and that's pretty much it. I'll write again, <laughs> I'll write again soon. Game on. Nine, 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 nine. Game nine, on. Nine. Um, uh, is that it? I think that might be it. Oh, uh, oh no, this is great. This is actually a great question. Um, so at Tyrannotaurus said at Weekly Games Chat, so now you guys have a Twitch channel. Does this mean Resident Evil 7 VR with Sean? <laughs> That's all he posted. Oh. It most certainly might. You guys might like that. I That'd think be we, hilarious. I yes. think we had a... I would uh, told you to come over here and we'll set that up and I will gladly just sit back and laugh. <clears throat> so uh, at C. Garcia T13, uh, direct messages to, to, to just us on the Twitter and asked us if we were in and that was the mayhem of mass teaser trailer for Borderlands and as you know we clearly talked about that and we are pretty excited to possibly play that game Uh, I'm now going to transition over to any new followers before I give this microphone back to Christopher full time Uh, in the back row one thank you for the follow following you back Um, at James underscore Preslin thank you for the follow following you back Mm -hmm. at game I need to say your name right at gamer time shows Official Twitter account of the Gamer Time Podcast. Thank you for the follow, following you back. And last one, Bandai Namke. Thank you for the follow, following you back. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Pretty fun. So, yeah, thank you guys so much. You're going to hear about all the ways to find us and, and how to see us now. So, here's Chris. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 198 of Weekly Games. <laughs> Of weekly games chat. If you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever podcast service you use, and you will get a new episode just like this one every Wednesday for your amusement. Uh, if while you're there, you really like the show, make sure you give us a uh, review or rating. It helps people find the show. Five stars is preferred, but you know, be honest, we won't go through the whole spiel for this because now I have to also talk about the fact that we have a Discord. Discord is out there. Uh, the link for it is on our Twitter page, which is also Weekly Games Chat. And I believe I also put it on the Facebook page, too. So there's a link on there. If for some reason it does not work, please send us a private message, and I will let you know. Uh, I will give you a fresh link to the Discord, and I will update Love the link. Love a fresh the link. There's yeah, nothing right? better than a fresh link. Uh, finally, we also now have a Twitch channel, which you can subscribe to if you want. It's twitch.tv slash weeklygameschat. That's twitch.tv weekly games chat, all one word, no spaces. Uh, and if you do that, you will see whenever I go live. And as a bonus, every Monday at 8 p.m., uh, at the very least, I will be on. But I think for the most part, also at least one, if not both of these guys, will also be joining me in whatever is being streamed uh, for just fun and conversations or for things like Division 2 where we can just get together and partner up and go through missions and see how it goes. Seems like yeah, the perfect it, online it's game It's a chance. Uh, Chris said subscribe. You can also just follow us, man. Yes, just please be follow. There. Uh, it's a chance to live, you know, at, at the moment, interact with us. And we'll um, yeah, live with us at the moment. Live with us at the moment, John. I said that just now. Live with <laughs> I was us. Like, I was like, what's live, live with us with in us? the moment? And we will answer your things that you say to us and stuff. Hilarious. <laughs> Uh, until next time, though, I will simply just say game on Sean. Game on Chris. Game on John. Game on Chris and game on Sean. Game on. <laughs>
John, you realize that it's eight o'clock. We could go so many places for Darren. I'm so, I'm so I don't know excited. how the hell we pulled this off. I do. Like we had a long part, and then I thought, like, there's no way we're gonna recover because our news usually takes a while. But we went pretty quick this week. It was efficient. Oh yeah. Unlike this ending. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what I say now? What? Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Thug life. Okay.